Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9920. 23 and enter the pin 287-723-4600 followed by the pound key twice and now your hosts chris devon perry lester sean platts robert herrick and bill sparks well a very good evening and thank you marty for that wonderful promo i'm bill sparks with you getting ready to turn it over to Chris, he's going to give us the date and the show number, which helps me with the podcast. Okay. Wow. I'm glad. I'm glad something. I'm glad I'm able to help Bill. It just Say. makes me feel good. Okay. Well, first of all, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Because it's our third anniversary. Yes, we started on August 5th of 2018, and that's uh, the night before I started working at home. And so I've, it's a big time of the year here when I was thinking of the first week of August. And I've been working at home for three years. That, that'll be August. It'll be that anniversary. And I remember that night saying, I can actually stay up and look at the end of this great Red Sox-Yankee game that basically knocked the Yankees out for that year and uh, or out of the division. And Red Sox got about a nine-game lead at that point, having beaten them that night. You know, that was that was a nice uh, feeling to know that I didn't have to get up and go to work the next day, that I would work and uh, did. But uh, that was good. But we've had a, a really good three years. I think, you know, we've had our panel added to with Rick and uh, you know Rick Swan, whose name is not mentioned on the promo, and Robert here, and they were not here when we started, and you know, but we've we've had all a lot of loyal listeners, and you need to come listen right now because there were only five of you when we started. So let's go, call all your friends, call all your neighbors, get everybody in here to listen. But anyway, this is our anniversary show. It's show number one fifty four, and uh, Sean will be talking about his poll question, and we can expand that actually for that whole three year period, but we we can talk about the last year in particular. But anyway, he'll he'll explain that after we do the agenda here and uh, do the panel and so first of all we have our death list we will have our death list and that's only three people so that's kind of nice things are calming down in the death uh, pool lately that's good yeah then we do the then we'll do the panel then we'll do baseball baseball has worked its way to the top of the thing because there were so many trades and so many moves and and uh, you know the implications of the pennant races and what's going on so we'll want to talk about baseball college football because the other shoe or two dropped i get two with uh, the moves in, in college football and now the speculation on What's going to happen to the various conferences? How are they going to react? Then we're going to do the NBA, NBA free agency. We don't know much about the NBA draft. Nobody talked much about that. We've got NBA free agency we can cover and uh, so forth. We will certainly do that. And there were some more moves today, so I have a lot of them, but I don't have them all, so I'm sure we can get more in uh, as the show goes on. And the NFL, the training camps have opened, and uh, they're off to some of these teams are fighting mad, so we'll, we'll see why. <laughs> then the NHL, uh, there were some free agents. We don't have all of them by any means, but uh, Robert got what he could, and uh, so we will put those in. The Olympics, of course, that continues. And and we have a scandal in hockey to talk about. So. Yes, we do. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. We have a scandal. Olympics, and then 
Uncle Robert has a little boxing for us. Yeah, and, I, and believe me, I am not going to go into detail like I did on the phone system because a lot of you who don't follow boxing, you'd be totally lost. Okay. Yeah. So let me give you the death list. Only three people, and no, nobody super uh, prominent. Stan McKenzie, uh, 76 years old. He went uh, was an NYU star and then uh, NBA uh, player for a while. And actually, they mentioned him being an original Portland Trailblazer. I bet he was also an original Phoenix Sun because he was there in 68-69. So yep. probably started on those two teams. Jack Carl, and he was uh, 76. Jack Carlisle, 91, was a high school coach in Mississippi and an East Tennessee State head football coach. And Pete George, 92, Olympic weightlifter. So we will talk about those guys. And But I wanted to talk about uh, a little about the Red Sox, but a little about Fenway Park and a little about traveling for my panel segment. Fenway Park has turned into what here we would call Great Woods or the Tweeter Center or something. They are suddenly going to have. Now, they've been having concerts there for a while. And they've had some very proud. They've had Paul McCartney, Elton John. They've had all kinds of people there. <laughs> Last year, we two years ago, we went and we didn't know that we were going to. We, we, we looked at the Red Sox schedule. We liked the barbecue places right near the ballpark, right outside the Fenway. And we said, oh, we'll go when the Red Sox aren't home. And we didn't know there was a Billy Joel concert there. <laughs> and so we got there because we wanted to avoid, make it easy for the ride to come and get it and everything so there were 35,000 people at Billy Joel and I gotta tell gotta tell you this one line this is funny this is this is Boston for you uh, and I, I, I will clean this up but the this girl this guy says that she, this girl standing there yelling t-shirts and uh, t-shirt t-shirts got your t-shirts here and the guy says what t-shirts you got the guy you're gonna F and C so that's Boston for you that was pretty good so anyway that's uh, people don't fool around but they are gonna okay so this gets into you know we'll talk later about the Red Sox uh, not reacting to the trade deal line very well not doing a whole lot although they did do something but uh, you know we've got to wait but coming in and, and rick may know more people that are coming in but i wrote down who i remembered hearing were coming guns and roses That's billy amazing. joel new kids on the block zach brown band and lady gaga and i don't know if there's anybody else but you know the thing is joe castiglione they're not traveling joe's taking the vacation he's not going to be there you know they're going to be having all this music in the background and setting up stages and crowding up everything he basically said i'm, I'm staying down to wherever marshfield or going to florida i'm, I'm not going to do that so he's not going to be there so it'll be will fleming and whoever else comes in but you know if they were traveling they wouldn't have to worry about this so i wish they'd just go and start traveling because they've got the two series in detroit toronto they're important this week i wish they were there but uh they're not but we'll talk about the red sox a little bit more but uh, fenway park is becoming a concert venue and people love to go there you know it's great sidelines for anything so that's fine and you know that'd be fine to go right right way's actually going to that concert of fenway for billy joel is he? All right, great. part of his vacation, him and the fiance. He said right. that before he went on vacation because he went had to go to his one of his... Well, uh, tell where, him not uh, to ask uh, what kind of T-shirt he's going to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, North Rick. Carolina, so they're flying up to Boston, and then they're yeah. back home. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Rick. All right. Um, not only is it just concerts, of course, it's everything else. Like, I remember last... Um, no, tell you, it must have been two winters ago. They did a national... They did like a ski jump thing at Fenway. Oh, Park. yeah, they did. That was yeah. crazy. It's, it's uh, a place people want to do you know stuff at you know yeah. because it's, it's so famous you know yeah you can do anything kind of like Wrigley Field yeah with the, as long as the left field walls in the back I mean that, that it's it's a big venue for weddings now yeah um yeah. Uh, uh, my well, for the Red Sox, you mentioned a little little upset with them. I, I did not like the way they handled the trade deadline. I, I, I get this feeling that that Heim Bloom, you know, he didn't expect the Red Sox to be here in this position at this time, and he's just interested in building up the farm team, and he didn't want to take any chances on ruining that. But I, I have real worries now about the Red Sox not, not only winning the division. I have worries if they're going to make the playoffs. 
Um, other than that, football started, you know, camps, and that's great. I love, I love that. Um, happy birthday today to Tom Brady. He turns forty-four. I think he's that's just right. getting into his prime. And our and our friend Jan, we have to mention her. Yes, it's her birthday today too. And uh, that, you know, I just I spent a lot of time over the weekend watching NFL Network, watching big, huge men sweat and groan, and <laughs> it was it was a good time. <laughs> and uh, Perry, I think uh, your Iowa Cubs are playing in Chicago these days, huh? Uh, you know what? A lot of them are. A lot of them yeah. are now. Yeah. Um, I guess to you know with the Cubs, if if Jed Hoyer would just be transparent. I mean, when he's talking about we're retooling, we're retooling is the way he words it. Well, you traded everybody that the fans would connect to, and then not only did he trade them, but then yesterday he turned around and threw them all under the bus. That it was their fault that they got traded because they broke off contract negotiations. Well, I hadn't heard there were any contract negotiations, so I I don't know exactly what negotiations he's referring to. Every year we hear here, I don't know what they say there, but every year we hear there's like a deadline at the big start of the season. So like just before the season started, Sale signed, just before the season started, Bogart signed in their various years, and that that's what you you don't negotiate during the season. So maybe he's saying, I would, but they won't. I don't know what his problem is. The last word that I had heard from Anthony Rizzo, and of course Chris Bryant's a quieter guy, and Javi Baez said he wanted $200 but um, Anthony Rizzo said he had told his agent, only come to me if something is close he said he never heard from his agent so right. that would tell me they're not even talking and i mean by just by throwing all the players under the bus i think it makes it really unlikely that any of those guys are gonna resign now do we yeah, have that some guys smart. that not was smart. not now do we have some guys that are doing well right now patrick wisdom yes rafael ortega yeah. yes i'm happy that they're starting frank schwindel at first tonight i want to see what he can do um but if you're totally rebuilding he might as well. He almost should have traded Wilson Contreras because that's who he could have gotten a real haul for is what he should have done. But I'm glad we did not have our show on Friday because you guys would have heard the, the Jamal version of the show. And we, we know what that version is, right, Bill? Yeah. Right. Yes, we do. <laughs> Let's go to Bill. We do. We know exactly what that would be. But, hey, everything in its context. We have fun with Jamal, though, because Jamal's one of our listeners, and Jamal would have taken that and laughed at it. Every oh, every sports show needs passionate listeners. And oh, yeah. One. yeah. And Jamal wears his feelings on his sleeve. He does. No, no, he does. You have no question or doubt about it. I've been watching some of the Reds. I've been, they've been playing relatively well. It's too little too late. They're not going to catch anybody. They're not going to make the playoffs. I do not believe um, those kind of things. We've been watching all our Colts here. Uh, quarterback. Like and, and, um, what is it? Le- uh, left guard um, Nelson, Quentin yep. Nelson, Nelson, go down. Yeah. Same yep. same foot injuries, and I'm wondering. And we'll talk about this later. But somebody like um, the guy from Philadelphia, Wentz. Yeah, Wentz. If this was an old uh, injury, and all the physical exams and everything that he's went through, why has yeah. this never been picked up? 
I know. Um, well, I, I was afraid. You know, one of the things I said is he's been banged up, not as much as um, as uh, Foles. He and Foles have both been banged well, up a lot. And when you trade them, you're really buying into a, an unknown well, factor I mean, there. They really and, Rick may have, and, and Rick may have this, but I got this when we get to football. Foles had some interesting comments yesterday. Oh, your boy did. Yeah. He's trying okay. to campaign, but but now, now Bill. But, oh, wait a second, Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, go ahead, Bill. No, I, I'm just saying it's it's interesting, but I cannot see a team that was expected to, you know, win their division and be very competitive go into with Jacob Eason, who's never, well, never. Yep. That last name alone was scare, scare any Patriots game, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and Sam Ellinger, Sam Ellinger, who came on, is going to get some reps with the second team. And, I mean, I don't think they would put him in right away as a rookie, but I think eventually he could pass Jacob. I don't know. Is he like well, that the other guy thing about five weeks, If it's five weeks, if it's five, Bill, the one thing to keep in mind, if it's five weeks, he'd basically be ready for opening day. If it's 12 but, weeks, then it's the middle of the season. Yeah, but and they you're don't talking know. about Wentz yeah. here, and he seems to right. be injured a lot. So you might want to lead more towards 12 weeks weeks with him. I don't think they're gonna start with those two quarterbacks. No. no. Get one thing guy. one thing, Bill, and obviously stay stay right there because when we get around to baseball, there is one team in our division, you know, the Cubs, Brewers, Reds, Cardinals, Pirates. I want you to if you can, to try to explain to me what on earth the Cardinals are doing? I have no clue why they made those trades. But we'll talk about that. We will talk about that when we get to baseball. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Robert. All right. All right, Robert. Robert. Uh, well, I I, uh, I feel bad for all Chicago Cubs fans. Uh, uh, you know, they, they did not deserve to be treated the way they were on Friday. Um, you know, those are three very good players, and at least two of them will probably stay in their current spots. And don't forget about Kimbrell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, well, that's another one that may stay in his current current spot. Who knows? But uh, I really feel bad for Cubs fans. As far as the A, I think we made three very good acquisitions. And uh, with uh, uh, Josh Harrison, Johnny uh, Gomes, and and uh, and uh, Andrew John Ch- Gomes and Andrew Chapin, uh, I, I I think and Mar- and gonna... Marte was probably a good addition. Yeah, oh, yeah. but I'm um, I'm talking about the thing we got on, got on uh, you know on Friday, Thursday Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Right. But uh, I think Marte is going to be good. Although I, I know we're not going to keep him because uh, he's going to be out of our price range because our owner doesn't want to spend any money. But I think the other I think the other three uh, could possibly stick around. Uh, you know because they are they already paid dividends this weekend against the Angels. Yeah, it was the Angels, but. You know, I I think the A's have done a good job here. Unlike Seattle, who uh, who made a very nonsensical no trade, doesn't, doesn't doesn't make any sense. Uh, well, Robert, I can give you one piece of good A's news. Uh, okay. Chapin will be around through next year. I did I thought it was a one year deal, but he's on contract through next year. Yeah, and I I have a feeling that uh, the two guys from Washington, I think they've already indicated that they would like to stick around. They already like the atmosphere a lot better than what they experienced in D.C. So. Hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, and I, of course, I covered a lot of boxing this weekend, and, uh, like I always do because I'm on a boxing podcast on Sunday. So I, I spent most of my Saturday doing that. But uh, things have been going good around here. We still have the fires to deal with. 
Um, Why don't you promote promote that boxing podcast, Robert? By the way, well, yeah, um, yeah, it's called uh, Ringside Reporter. You can uh, you can check it out on your computer. Um, uh, you can go to ringsidereporter.com, dot com, and there should be a link there to listen. And and then later on, after we're done, it's available on all your smart devices. All you have to do is say play the latest episode of Ringside Reporter if you're a boxing person. What time is it, what time is it live on Sundays again? Uh, uh, live from uh, 6 to 8 p.m., uh, just like this show, uh, on Sunday. So Eastern time. Okay, there yeah, we go. 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern. <clears throat> you know, you can do your own time zone from there. And we have a lot of European uh, participation because they, they, they email. They late to listen to you guys. Yeah, right? yes, they do. Like we yeah, used to yeah. have in our in the good old days, we used to have, the, have these, the these people from German. That was very yeah. nice of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, the UK, uh, the, the, they're the best. They're the best uh, boxing base as far as fans in the world. Uh, we constantly get questions from the UK, and stuff like that. So it's a it's a good thing to listen to. So if you get a chance Sunday night uh, uh, live, 6 p.m. Uh, later on, you can ask your device to play, and it's normally a good time. So anyway, um, uh, let's move on to baseball, right? Yeah, how about Sean? Oh, sure. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, for, I, I forgot to go back to him last week because he had something to do, so <laughs> yeah. I went out of order. So he yeah, it's fair. Yeah. fair. Anyway, okay. Well, of course, it's been a crazy week here. I'm going to shoot down the rumor, by the way. The Buffalo Bills are not moving to Austin, by the way. <laughs> I didn't hear no, that one. Well, okay, nobody outside of Buffalo heard it. I never heard about it here in Austin until I heard a national sports talk show on Sunday mention something. And I was like, huh? And apparently the news story is in Buffalo, they're telling everybody, oh, they want a new $2 billion stadium paid exclusively by the taxpayers. And they're saying, oh, there's several cities we'd love to look at. We're, we're even looking at Austin. Mm-hmm. And I have heard nothing. I heard nothing on local shows here all weekend, the local sportscast. I just heard a blurb on one of the national shows on Sunday. And then Monday, didn't hear much on our local show. They were talking about other stuff. You know, they're doing uh, other And then we had, then on our local ABC affiliate, I heard a blurb. And here, they're, they're moving to Austin. They're interested in Austin. Austin City Council or the mayor has had no, or the county commissioners or anybody in the surrounding town have had no contact with the Buffalo ownership. Wow. And I, I finally heard one of our little shows talk about it today because they were laughing because they said, oh, yeah, this is our first time being and uh, having a team interested in flirting with us to get a new stadium because we have all the corporate, usually it's San Antonio. But hey, this yeah, is that's us. what I wonder uh, if he got mixed up. He's from Buffalo. You may not know the difference. Well, no, between no, San Antonio no, and I think because here's the thing. They're looking Austin. Austin has more of a corporate background with Dell and with Tesla, and they saw what happened with the soccer stadium, and they're selling out. And although it's different because that's Major League Soccer, and you know it's it's a different sport, they wouldn't. Number one, you wouldn't have an NFL team in the same town with the University of Texas, and number two, as long as Jerry Jones is alive, he's not going to allow one in no. Austin. I don't think. No, I mean, he he definitely fights San Antonio. Well, what I but, think is and, the other side of the story is that the Buffalo owner who bought the Sabres and the Bills a couple, three years ago, about three yeah, years ago. Yeah, Terry Pakula is his name. He, he yeah. came in with the most popular. It was like when Bob Kraft got the Patriots. People were falling over themselves. They were so happy. You know, he's going to keep the teams well, here. He's going to build good teams. He's a Buffalo guy. He knows our, he knows, feels our pain and all this and everything. New era field, they called it, you know, and yeah, everything else. Yeah. And he has blown that whole thing right down the six, He six Nobody ago, likes this guy anymore. Six years ago, he just asked, he got money to improve 
the stadium, which, yes, they probably do need a new stadium, but you're up there in Buffalo where their economy was dropping before the pandemic because, you know, the Rust Belt thing and all that, and Buffalo's kind of a, you know, older economy. And with all this, now you want a totally $2 billion tax. And yeah, if well. they were to move down here, like I said, you put it somewhere between San Antonio and Austin, either make it a San Antonio, like go to the one of the, the where the Raiders were going to play. It was one of the suburbs in New Bra- of San Antonio and New Braunfels where they, the one they flirted with. But it's not going to, no. they're not going to leave. They're not, or they're not coming because, like the mayor, the mayor joked. He and our mayor is an idiot anyway. But he did joke. He said, "I don't normally comment on rumors, but I wonder what the team name would be if they were coming here." And I wish I would have known about it. The mayor said that in a tweet. So. Yeah. Well. But anyway, uh, the Austin limits. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we do. We you can call in tonight. Or first of all, you can leave us a comment anytime throughout the week. Eight hundred six nine three zero five nine five. Option number two. Say it's for Sports Live or seven seven three five seven two seven seven one five or Sport Lounge Live at, at allthingsradio.net. Oh, yeah, Sports Lounge Live at allthingsradio.net. Sports Lounge or at allthingsradio.net. Sports Lounge at allthingsradio.net. Yeah, and everything else is live. Two, so. Option two for the uh, I already said he that. Said that. Okay. Okay. And, and then, or you can download, call in live, 646-876-9923, or download your Zoom app, and then when you do that, dial the inner code 287 Seven two three forty six hundred. Hit the pound key twice. Star nine. Raise your hand on the phone, and we and keep that in mind for the poll question. We're going to talk about some of our, the biggest sports stories of the last year. Well, we can throw it in over the last three years. They yeah. some show memories, especially those of us from the beginning or whatever. Funny show memories. Funny our you know favorite sports stories of the time because we didn't we weren't doing the poll question yet last year at our anniversary. So. That was still that came in a little bit later, I think. So, okay. But anyway, yeah. All right. Now, 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 it's, now it's time for baseball. We're going to have a long baseball. So I think the way it's going to work is we're going to do the standings and the schedule first, then we'll take our break, and then we'll get into all the trades. I think that's the best way to handle it because we got about yep. five minutes, and maybe, maybe we're, you know we don't have to do our break right at six thirty Eastern, so we can do that. And even if it runs a few minutes late, so here we go with the standings, and then we'll talk about if there's any teams that, that we're going to stick a fork in this week because we started that last week after the All Star break, and it was a feature from uh, the last couple of years and we like to do that <clears throat> i think i got a couple of candidates we'll see if everybody agrees because uh, i don't think we did these teams but american league east tampa bay is now 64 43 the red sox 63 44 so red sox picked up half a game last night nobody was even it was funny because i was listening they were talking about they were hardly they were talking about the celtics and the free agency and they were talking about brady and and all you know, not brady but i mean newton and uh, and mac jones and, and all this idei on while i was getting ready for the show i'm just listening there and they didn't even give ever give a Tampa Bay score. I mean, you might still win the division, guys. It's not over yet. Yeah, so anyway, so it's Red Sox 63-44, Yankees 56 and 49, Toronto 54 and 49, Baltimore 38 and 67. In the Central, White Sox cruising at 62 and 44, Cleveland 52-51 and eight and a half games out. And of course, Terry Francona had to step away for health. We'll talk about that later. Detroit, I have heard there. By the way, Chris, I've heard there a lot of people are now really worried about his health because apparently he. I, looks very thin. Uh, I, I am too. I, you know, he had health concerns at the end here at 11, yeah. and he's just a very intense guy, and I, I just don't know. You know, I just well, he, had, really he, had, don't know. he had health problems even before the end. I mean, he always, in, on 90 degree days, he was wearing his jacket in the dugout because he was, he was always cold. It was crazy. Yeah. I think okay. they're going to, I think they're going to, not only with a new name, I think they're going to wind up with a new manager. Probably. Year. Oh, the Marlo Hale's getting a, uh, you know, a on, on, uh, on scene interview kind of thing here. The Tigers are 51. Well, he did it this year and Alomar last year, so I would think both of them would be 
Yeah. yeah. The Tigers 51 and 57, Kansas City 45 and 59, Minnesota 44 and 62. In the West, we have Houston at 64 and 42, and the A's at 60 and 47, so a four-game lead for... Four and um, a half, I think. Four, four, yeah. four and a half, okay, yeah. And then uh, Seattle at 57 and 50. We'll talk about the wild card standings in a minute. The Angels 52, 54, and Texas 39 and 67. So looking at the wild card, the leader is, the, of course, the Red Sox now at 63 and 44. The A's are the second team, so those would play... Right now, they'd meet in that uh, one game at Fenway Park. Uh, you know, at uh, you know that's what they would do. So the A's are 13 over. Looking at the Challengers, Yankees. 56 and 49, so they're three games out. Toronto, 54 and 49, so they're four games out. Uh, the Indians are six games out. And looking at the West, uh, Seattle, of course, is also three games out. So that's, that's the uh, contenders for the wild card. And so we do have quite a – the wild card race has developed. The A's kind of were by themselves in that spot. Uh, and uh, sometimes Houston, uh, sometimes the A's went back and forth. Really the only division that where the lead changes hands any, with any regularity at all is the American League East. Yeah. Everybody else usually just leads the division for weeks on end. But anyway, um, but the two teams, I think I'm going to stick a fork in. I, I know we already did Baltimore, if I recall, the yeah, American yeah. League. And we already did Texas. And we, we did we Texas. Did te- we, yeah, but we, we did didn't Texas. do Kansas City and Minnesota. And I no. think it's time. Yeah, I do too. Minnesota. Now, there's a, you know, Detroit is sort of on the fringe there. They're, they're about 10 games out. So that's what I look at is kind of if you're about 10 games out in your division, about 10 or more out in the wild card, especially as more time goes by. But I can't stick a fork in the Tigers yet because I don't want to make them mad. If I stick a fork <laughs> in the Tigers, they'll play well. <laughs> they the Red Sox. Yeah. 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 So, so, so Chris, you, you might after that series. I might, I might. Not, no, well, it won't be till next Tuesday, so you know that's yeah. fine. You know, get through. Right. You got to be careful when you stick a fork in a tiger. Yeah, you do. <laughs> do. All right, the National League. What's going on? The Mets still leading at fifty-five and fifty, but it's tightening up a little bit. And we'll be talking about their injuries and so forth yeah. and what the they moves have they lots made. Of problems. They do. The Phillies have gotten to five hundred. It was funny because I looked at the end of the Phillies game last last night, and Scott Fransky said, "Once again, the Phillies make five hundred. I guess they can't seem to get over." 500, but they get to 500. They're 53 and 53, so they're two and a half out. Braves, 52 and 54, three and a half out. Washington, 49, 57. Miami, 45, 61. In the Central, we have Milwaukee at 64, 43. We have the Reds at 56 and 50, so seven and a half out. So that's holding pretty steady. St. Louis, 53, 52, and I know uh, uh, in, uh, Perry's going to talk about them. They're 10 out. The Cubs now, 51 and 56 after the uh, mini fire sale. Pirates, 40 and 66. And in the West, we have the Giants at 67 and 39, best record in baseball. Dodgers 64 and 43, so I guess they're three. Uh, was it three and a half out? Uh, yeah, yeah, three and a half out. Like yeah. San Diego 61 and 47, so they'd be seven out. Colorado 46 and 60, Arizona 33 and 74. So looking at the wild card. We have uh, the Dodgers in San Diego, of course, have the one and two spot. Uh, and let's, let's see where San Diego is. I'm looking for how far over there. They're also 14 games over 500. So where are these other teams? Well, the Phillies in second place, they're at 500. So they're seven behind San Diego. Braves eight out yeah. for that part they're of the race. They're closer to the division then. They, yeah, they are. They're, they're they are. both closer it's, to the they'll division. They'll probably yeah. have to win the division. So basically, the way we look at it is they'll probably have to win the division to get in. Yeah. Uh, because Cincinnati, 56 and 50. Well, they're only four games out of the wild card. So they've got a little little snip yeah. of the wild card. Car- Cardinals, 53-52, six and a half out. Uh, Cubs are almost done, but they're not quite going to get stuck this, this week. So they're close. we've already, I think, in the National League done, uh, what, Colorado and Arizona. Did we do anybody yep. else? We did Pittsburgh, too. We did, and did Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think this week we might be able to do Miami. I think it's a good idea to Miami. Yep. Yeah. They're about yeah. 15 games out of the wild card and about uh, 10 games out in the division, I think. So, yeah, I think we'll stick a fork in Miami. So let me do the schedule, and then we can uh, break, and we'll get into the trades after the 
after the schedule. So tonight, 7.05, we have Philadelphia at Washington, Baltimore at the Yankees. 7.07, we have Cleveland at Toronto. 7.10, Seattle's at Tampa Bay. Minnesota at Cincinnati. The Mets are at at Miami. The Red uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry, Mets fans. I riled up Miami now. Uh, Baltimore <laughs> at the uh, at I'm all right. The Red Sox yeah. are at the Tigers at seven ten. Eight oh five. The um, Angels are at Texas. Uh, eight ten. Kansas City is at the White Sox. Pittsburgh at Milwaukee. Eight fifteen. Atlanta at St. Louis. Eight forty. The Cubs are at Colorado. Nine forty. San Diego's at Oakland. San Francisco's at Arizona. And at ten ten, we have Houston at the Dodgers. So and oh boy, Houston at the Dodgers. This is where this is what everybody's been waiting for. This, uh, I saw a little article. They're really ready in Los Angeles for Houston to come in. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The 2017 50, World 50, Series. Fifty six thousand people bringing in trash cans and oh, they're they're going to have a ball. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I think it's. I heard, time. Chris. Before we do that, we we can do, okay. we can get to this. This yeah. one's real quick. The Braves have they can they can only win apparently according to uh, Steve Phillips and C.J. Nikowski, They can only win this year one game in a row. They have never managed to put together a good streak this year. So huh. you would think at some point they would, but they haven't yet. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, I, I mean, they've, they've been right under 500, and so they've lost two or three in a row sometime or another to yes. get there. But, <laughs> but well, maybe, maybe we can get Braves fans to call in and explain Basically, that. for about two months, the Mets have been about eight games over 500, and the Phillies and Braves have been right around 500, just under it or whatever, and, and that's what's happened. Now, the Mets are starting to slide slightly, and it's getting a little closer, but whether that's a trend or just a little blip, we don't know. But we'll see. And we'll, have to, we'll talk about this, and we'll go to break now, but we'll talk about this when we come back. I wonder if the Mets should have made a, should have done more with their pitching instead of the Javier Baez trade. But we'll hit on all that when we come back. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. 
And we are back. And Chris, I'll bet you have lots of notes. To I have on. a lot of stuff to go through. And if anybody, uh, uh, we can comment as we go along, of course, because I, I got about four pages of stuff. That uh, I did a lot of it Saturday morning because I figured, and, and basically that worked out, saved me a little work last night because usually I do it Monday night. But may as well, Saturday was trade, trade deadline was over. So anyway, the first thing we had that we didn't have on the show, Louis Sessa and Justin Wilson were tr- traded and a minor leaguer, I think, to Cincinnati from the uh, to Cincinnati. And from then, the Yankees, uh, yep. From yeah, the from Yankees. the Yankees. Then uh, Seattle got uh, Tyler Anderson from Pittsburgh, and he was supposed to go to the Phillies, but I guess that there was some kind of a problem with who the Phillies were going to send or something. Is that with, yeah, yeah, with one of their minor leaguers, they had a medical issue. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and a prospect. <laughs> okay. Then uh, Seattle sent Kendall Graveman, uh, a pitcher, and Rafael uh, Montero, yep. an outfielder, uh, and, and an infielder from uh from uh, named Toro, they got an infielder named Toro back from Houston. Yeah, and, and the play, the players were and they, they are know. they are still incensed with Jerry Depoto that he did that and he and he came out after that trade and said, "Well, they'll understand once I make our other moves." Well, he didn't make the other moves. <laughs> no, he didn't. And, and uh, uh, there's a revolt going on in the Seattle clubhouse because Kendall Graveman, who uh, he's a closer, right? Uh, yeah, he's he yeah. their close. Uh, you know, because he's he's bounced around. He's been with the A. He's been with the Cubs. He's been with a few teams. And they all kept trying to make him a starter. Well, Seattle, he went into spring training this year, and they turned him into a reliever. And he turned out to be uh, their closer, and, and he's having a real good year. Yeah, and ZRA they, was like 070. Yeah, and they, and they basically give him away to not only not only you give him away for practically nothing, but you give him away to the to the uh, um, team that you're Division trying leader, to yeah. chase. Yeah, yeah you right. Know? So Cincinnati acquired right-hander uh, reliever uh, Michael Givens from Colorado for two minor leaguers. Oakland acquired uh, Starling Marte from Miami. You were talking about that, Robert, earlier. For, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got rid of Jesus Lazardo. For Jesus Lazardo, yeah. Yep. I was just going to say that. Yep. Uh, and then Oakland starters are, are, are doing well, apparently, so they, they were able to do that. Yep. And then Eduardo Escobar from Arizona to Milwaukee and uh, for minor leaguers. Uh, Joey Gallo. From Texas and uh, to the New York Mets, Yankees, Yankees. Uh, for the Yankees. I'm sorry, yeah. it does say yeah. that here in four prospects, yeah. and then uh, double, but they're double A or below prospect. That's correct. Then Washington got uh, sent Brad Hand to Toronto for minor league catcher, and then uh, the White Sox will, will or were to acquire, and I guess they had Caesar Hernandez from Cleveland. Yes, they did. And the Cubs got uh, Ryan. Uh, let's see, Chicago Cubs sent Ryan Saparo. Tapera. Tapera. Right-hand pitcher for an uh, A pitcher, uh, Bailey Horn from the White Sox. Yeah, right. and then uh, and then we mentioned Terry Francona as having to stepping away from the Indians because of hip issues. And uh, right. was there something else besides this hip? Rick, did you hear? What else? No, I did. I just them? heard health issues. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Demarlo Hale, who was his bench coach here part of the time, took over as manager. Right. Okay. Then then the big guns started to fire. Uh, Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs to the Yankees on Thursday night. And actually, that was funny. We were on All Things Radio, and there was a getting ready for the show. And there was a thing coming down. The Red Sox were going to get Anthony Rizzo. And then while we were playing the intro, saying hello, it changed to the Yankees. So, you know, what are you going to do? And I don't know how – has there been any story, Rick, about how close the Red Sox actually were to that, or was that just a pipe dream? doesn't sound like they were real close. I think what happened – I think the, pro- the problem was – they were exchanging offers, and Cashman came in and, and uh, blew him away. Stole the guy yeah. away. Here's what I don't understand, though: the Cubs are are paying 
a big part of Rizzo's country. Why yeah. do these G? I mean, the general managers, for whatever reason, why don't they ever make Brian Cashman make a trade that's going to be painful for him? He he <laughs> never has to make painful trades. Well, he's exactly. all upset about the luxury tax. They're always worried about being over the luxury well, that, tax. No, no, so that's not him, Chris. That's Hal Steinberg. That's Hal. That's yes, Hal But Hal's telling him, I don't want to pay Correct. any more money. That's you right. Know? I don't want it to go to the tax. But I, would, I mean, as people. if I'm trading somebody at the quality of Rizzo, I want it to be a little bit painful. And, yeah. it, and it, to, to be frank, it wasn't. Right. Well, they got no. the ninth and twelfth Yankee prospects, whatever the, that whatever's worked. But and they are, friend. I believe, Alex Cohen. I believe our our base our announcer here. I believe he said they are in the top fifteen in the Cubs system too. Okay. You know, so once everything good. is updated. Right. So that's good. But you know, as our friend John used to say, prospects are suspects until you see them in the in the major. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So Hector Santiago uh, uh, out is out now. He was already out for the sticky stuff, but now he's got oh, an yeah. 80 uh, game suspension for a PED. So yeah. maybe maybe that was the sticky stuff that he had. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but uh, we don't know what kind we'll of steroid. Around. <laughs> then the big uh, on Thursday night. The the other shoe, big shoe on Thursday night besides Rizzo was Max Scherzer. Now this is again the Padres sort of feel the same way the Red Sox do. They were in the mix talking to him, but all of a sudden Max Scherzer and Trey Turner from the Washington into the Dodgers and for and it sounds like the problem with the Padres was Scherzer wouldn't waive the deal to the Padres but he would to the Dodgers yeah okay. that because remember Max Scherzer had a complete no trade clause and he could dictate where he wanted to go and it sounds okay. like and I, I'm not obviously making any predictions here or anything like that but from what I am hearing now it sounds like Trevor Bauer may be done for the year if not worse than that yeah well, you know, he was he was a, a chance to take anyway because he's always marched to his own drummer and yeah. you know had, had caused his own injury sometimes and everything else. So right, you never know. But what we were hearing, Chris, remember initially was what with this lady was everything was was consensual. It right. sounds like there may yeah. be some information out there now that you know hypothetically it may have started that way, but it didn't end that way. Well, hopefully I, it's cor- able to be corroborated because you know uh, you, yes. you're oh, yeah. because anybody can change their mind and say, oh, I thought this and then I didn't think that. And how right. you know? So that's hard. I would I would think though the Dodgers they must have some information if if what you're hearing is correct yeah. that that they're really upset with him they must have some information that they think is bad. Yeah. Okay. Then the one move the Red Sox made the major move they made a couple of minor ones that we'll get to the Kyle Schwarber from Washington to the Red Sox and they're going to try him out yeah, at first we're, base. We're I mean they, ooh, said he's that never, they he's to, never played there except no in he played I think like, one, one game, game in the majors yeah. and so they're going to try him out now what's going to happen is and of course he's still got his hamstring he did some batting practice up in Tampa Bay he's in Detroit this week they're going to work him out and then I think they're going to send him on rehab this weekend they're hoping to have him back again Tampa Bay next Tuesday when they come back here so that's the goal so we'll yeah, see. but the one the one thing I don't understand about the Red Sox, Chris, is it was obvious they were looking for a first baseman. So why would you trade for an outfielder and t- try to turn him into a first baseman while the season's going on? Well, the thing is, I think that they you know they like his bat. You know, the the other thing that teams try to do is they'll say, well, we like this guy's upside. And you know, before he hurt his hamstring, he had a great he was having a great year. So they're looking at him and they're saying, all right, we need a little left-handed bat anyway. Uh, we can move people around. We can put you know this and that. We will try him. 
first base, but I don't think he's going to necessarily. I think they're going to be kind of stuck with Dahlbeck, and but they've got other people that might be able to play there. They did want to try. Uh, what's who's the guy Rick that pulled his uh, muscle? I'm, I'm just trying to think of his name. Yeah, uh, uh, Frenchy. Frenchy. Uh, Cordero. Cordero. Yeah, and he yeah, they, they, tried. tried you're going to try him at first. They, it's like they think they can just put anybody at first base. Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, they used to do it in the National League parks with Ortiz. So they, yeah. <laughs> but you know that that's a little different. But you know, I it, they really probably should have gone out and gotten. I mean, I like getting Schwarber because I think he could be a, a real help down the stretch. Because you do need you got to do it both ways. You got to score more runs and you got to allow less runs. And they've got Sale coming back for that part. But you know, you you really are in a situation here where they should have gone out probably and gotten a, even a, just a, a journeyman first baseman just to play first base, to play a little defense, yeah. put him in later in a game when Dahlbeck. Uh, you know, if you've got a little or, or you should, or you should, you should have increased your offer for Rizzo. You know. Well, okay. The, the, well, we may as well talk about the Red Sox now. Everybody's very upset at the end of this, and, and Rick could throw in on this too. I listened to a lot of talk shows right after four o'clock, both EEI and, and the Sports Hub. But everybody was very upset, and you don't really know. And everybody's yelling at Heim Bloom, but you don't really know what the ownership said. Now they they may have looked at it and said, okay, well, okay, this year, you know, because you look at it long term, you're going to own the team. You're going to be here for five, ten, twenty years. You're going to own the team. So you say, how do I envision the season? Well, I envision the season about way, way Vegas says, and you get about eighty four, eighty five wins. We'll get back into the contention. We'll be around. We probably won't make the playoff, but at least we'll be a decent team this year. And we'll go from there and we'll keep going. So Maybe they had a, a salary, you know, obviously a higher salary cap than the obvious one that Tampa Bay has, where they got rid of Rich Hill right after they got uh, Cruz from Minnesota. So we know they do that. But maybe there's some sort of an internal thing. And people yell at Bloom, but he's the messenger. You know, he may have gone to John Henry and said, hey, if I, I'm willing to throw in blah, 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 but it's going to cost us, you know, uh, so much money. And, and uh, you know, the ownership said no. So I don't really know. I mean, I'm not sticking up for Bloom. I don't know. I wasn't no, in the No, and we don't, know, at Chris, we don't know what Jed Hoyt was asking for. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I think that, and I, I don't know if it's so much the money as it is that Bloom just doesn't want to give up the prospects. He, he said he was brought, he had to rebuild the farm system after Dombrowski. And I mean, now who you always hear these rumors, you don't know what's true and what isn't, but supposedly a couple of days before the trade deadline, John Williams went to Bloom and said, that we want to make a move. We want to go John for it. Henry. John Henry. Uh, John Henry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and we want to go for it this year. But I mean, you know, if, if Bloom's a, a, a farm system guy, he just, maybe he just didn't want to pull the trigger. Right, right. And that could be a planted rumor, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Around yeah. Here all the time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, no, we don't know. But uh, people were not happy. They got two relief pitchers. I'll talk about them later. And they, they've already uh, figured in the defeat. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. I get, well, they've lost. They haven't won since they made the trade. And they oh. were so horrible on Thursday night. I think the team, you know, the teams now have these, have their phones. They see what's going on. If, if Harry saw it and Bill saw it and all things radio, they saw it in the dugout as they got ready for playing sure. Toronto. They were horrendous on Thursday night. They played better in Tampa Bay than that. They had to, but they still lost. For in the division of in the division of sweeps, ball they swept Baltimore. Tampa Bay now swept them, uh, and they swept Tampa Bay, and they've swept the Yankees twice. This is a division of sweeps, at least with the yeah. Red Sox involved. But my point is, you know, I think it, you can. I remember there have been years with the Red Sox where it worked the other way, where we dodged the all right, we're all going to be together, we're going to go for it, and they started to play really well right after the trade deadline. This time they're going to have to, you know, an off day yesterday was a perfect time. I mean, hopefully yeah. they're getting a reset here and getting to play the Tigers. Not that the Tigers are that bad, but you know, getting to play the Tigers. And, and we'll just see if they can reset because they really were disappointed. You could tell the team was disappointed in what happened. Well, we, we should be all set tonight because Grant Richards is pitching. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Garrett, uh, Garrett, Garrett Richards. Richards. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. Okay. So the prospect they gave him wasn't much. He's been in the double A for a while and not much of a, uh, you know, but he, as I've said, we he'll try him at first and they'll see what happens. Saron Casco, Castro was suspended by MLB for child abuse and domestic violence. And Washington says that when he comes back after his suspension, he won't be back with the, the national. So that's, yeah, they're going to release him. Yep. Jose Barrios, a pitcher to Toronto for number two and number four prospects from, that's uh, really good. That's really going to help the blue Jays. Yeah. It, it, it will. Know, very good. Pitch. Yeah. And that was from what? Who, Minnesota? Minnesota, from yeah. Minnesota, yes. Atlanta acquired uh, Eddie uh, Rosario, Rosario from Cleveland for yep. uh, Pablo 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 Sandoval. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and uh, what is it? Uh, and they got Adam Duvall from Miami again, back right. again for right. catcher Alex Jackson. Yep. The Cubs uh, acquired Craig Krimble, Kimbrel for outfielder. <laughs> that Nick, was the White no, Sox. The White Sox got the White Kimbrel. Sox guy yeah, yeah. acquired Kimbrel for Nick Madrigal. And outfielder and and the remaining year uh, but he's out for the rest of the year for the hamstring right i don't know if he's supposed to be any good when they get him Uh, he is good he is good good, chad hoyer did okay on that on this trade and they also got the cubs did got reliever cody hoyer who has done pretty he pitched pretty well in his first two outings Mm yeah okay and then uh let's see uh, okay, the Phillies have got uh, Kyle Gibson and Ian Kennedy, pitchers from, from Texas. Texas. Yeah, yeah, and Kennedy's now their closer. And, and then, uh, let's see, Spencer Howard and a prospect back is who they got, uh, Texas got back. Howard's that's a, pretty, a that's a pretty good, he's a pretty high prospect in the Phillies because he's been yes. in the major leagues. Yes. And then all the Mets fans got happy because they got Javier Baez <laughs> from the Cubs. Yep. Uh, and along with uh, pitcher uh, Trevor, Trevor Wilson and uh, Williams. Williams. Trevor Williams and Pete uh, Crow Armstrong, I guess is the name. Huh? Is the return. Uh, that, yes. And he is, and he is injured this year, but he is, okay. he's a very high prospect. He, I think he was like number two in the Mets system. So when he comes back next year, then he'll show up in the cup system. And then of course, everything mm-hmm. will update and he'll be on their prospect list. Right. So John Gant, uh, let's see, say the Cardinals sent him uh, to Minnesota for Jay Happ. So what is your thought on the Cardinals, Perry? That's, this is what I was going to discuss with you, Bill, and in our division. I, I get the Reds. They're in second place. They think, you know, hey, we're going to compete. What on earth are the Cardinals doing? The Cardinals are in – they're in no business in thinking they're going to win that division, are they? Not with uh, – what's his name? Hap? No. There is no way. The Cardinals – then, Well, t- then they got John Lester. And, I mean, although I love John Lester, John Lester is, is not that good anymore. Well, he's like the other guy, Jake – Right, you know, Ariana. I don't know. It seemed like the Cardinals go from one extreme to the other. They have real old players on their team, or they've got some very, very young players. There's no in between. They, I don't know. It seems like they're just kind of. Well, I, I was listening. I think to another X- thing. Hold on, Robert. Just say it. I think another okay. thing, Bill, that the Cardinals have is. Unlike, say, the Reds, the, the Brewers, even to a point, the Cubs and the Pirates do it every year, the Cardinals will never say they are in sell mode for whatever reason. Yeah, right. I mean, and in some cases, I don't agree with all these, these major teardowns and things like that, but in some cases, it's okay to say, hey, we're retooling. We may not be good for this year or next year, but we're, we're retooling our, our, our team. 
Well, it's got to be frustrating for Cardinal fans because, I don't know, I'd have to sit down and do it with Miss A, and now she's back giving records pretty decently at this point. Uh, but you'd have to go back. In the last three or four years, Cardinals have just missed the playoffs. Now they got in the big playoffs last year because it was so big. But, I mean, for the regular playoffs, for the five-team playoffs, they have missed it by a game or two or three the last three or four years. They just haven't gotten in. They've had a decent team, but they win. if they got to win 89, they win 87, you know, and they don't get I in. Would, I would guess they're banking. I mean, Jack Flaherty is pitching at Memphis. I'm guessing they're banking that he comes back. Right. But I don't think that one move is, is going to put them in the no. playoffs. And, and remember no. what we said this on the phone system, and I suppose we should say it here. You're, you cannot trade anymore. You, the trade deadline no. is the it's trade done. deadline. There are no more August trades. The only thing you can do is you can you can pick somebody up who's on a minor league contract. You can do that, but you cannot make trades anymore. And if anybody puts anybody on waivers, if you claim them, you get their entire contract. That is correct. You, you cannot make any trade. The, and I was listening on trade deadline data at SiriusXM, and they had the GMs on, and all, all three of the GMs that work for MLB Network Radio basically said, why did the St. Louis Cardinals get two guys that should be retired? Because they're not going. They're not right. going to be very helpful at all. So, you know, well, John Lester be- pitches. John Lester pitches tonight. Yeah. Well, so. Oakland Oakland acquired Jan Gomes, as we talked about, and infielder uh, Josh Harrison. Yes. The three minor leaguers, and mm-hmm. then uh, Gomes is a catcher, and then Houston got Miles Straw. Uh, oh, no, they traded Miles Straw to Cleveland. They traded uh, my, Miles Straw to Cleveland. Yeah, for an out, and and, uh, and they got the reliever Phil uh, uh, Maton. I guess Mayton. his name is Maton. 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 Okay, and Jacob Degram is, has inflammation of the right arm, and he's. On the shelf for now, and they. Think I he's think he's. Had, I think he's headed for Tommy John myself. Well, you know? they're way. If they, if that's really the case, they're wasting time because you know it takes over a year to get get it done, and they're going to blow all of next year if they don't get it done soon. So I yeah. don't know what. Yeah, what and I don't know because the, when he has pitched, it's. I mean, he, he's gone like three innings throwing 100 miles an hour, and then all of a sudden it gets sore. I don't know if he could do that if it was Tommy John. Yeah. yeah I, don't I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but yeah. that's, that's what it looks like. It, although I will say this is a little reminds me of a little bit of the stuff that was happening with Chris Hale a few months before Tommy John. Yeah. Yeah. Remember in 19. Team yeah. Ricky was in and out a lot, so I'm not sure. you know I'm an MRIs and it's not showing anything. That's right? But, you know, though. Speaking of Chris Sale, um, I was listening on Sunday night. It was Dale Arnold and, and Will Fleming, yep. and they were talking about Chris Sale. And I guess they were saying that players can fly to these places to do their rehabs if they wish. But I guess somebody asked. Sale, was he going to take the bus with Worcester when they go to Scranton? And he said, you bet your backside that I am. Okay. So, And, and apparently they were saying that he is very accessible, you know, to the young pitchers on that oh, yeah, staff. He always, so, yeah. Oh, he's a nice guy. You know, yeah. he'll, he'll stand. If he gives up five runs and two innings, he'll stand up and tell you, no, I didn't get it done. And, you know, right. he, he's totally – he sounds – you know, if you guys ever hear his voice and if you know Drew Bledsoe, he sounds like Drew Bledsoe. His voice just sounds like Drew Bledsoe for some reason. I, but to me, I don't know what you think, Rick. But. And I guess Cora said today that that Saturday start will definitely be his last one in the minors. Yeah. So basically yeah. Uh, during the Tampa Bay series next week uh, – 
but, you know, he'll be back. Yeah. So Jake Marisnik from the Cubs to San Diego for a minor leaguer. Chris right. Bryant from the Cubs to San Francisco. Uh, not sure of return on that. Two, uh, two they minor got, leaguers. They got, they got two minor, minor leaguers, leaguers and, and Bryant has already said he would love to re-sign and stay in San Francisco. So Okay. The one, the one thing I would tell you, though, with that, Robert, and he, he may very well – but the one thing that I would tell you, Chris Bryant is a very nice guy, and he will always say the right things, and that yes. is the right thing to say. Yeah. Well, and remember, he is from Las Vegas, and uh, he, he loves the idea of being on the West Coast. So. Okay. Austin Davis, left-handed pitcher from Pittsburgh to the Red Sox for Michael Chavis. Now, Michael Chavis has been kicking around here for about three years, and sometimes he's shown a little flashes. He can play a lot of places. He'll play every day in Pittsburgh anyway because they've got nothing else to do. But uh, That's right. He's not a prospect, really, I don't think, no. anymore. I think he's just a player, you know. But it's better than what they had. Hansel Robles from Minnesota for a longtime double-A prospect. And where, and then, where did he go, Chris? Red Sox. Oh, Red, Red Sox. Sox. Yeah, okay. that's right. They didn't get on the uh, list of what you guys had, but uh, luckily I was, they, everybody was doing the reports on Saturday morning, so I got okay. the names and all Good. that. Okay, All right. Okay, so anyway, and then uh, so we're going to have a little uh, flip-flop on the Sunday Night Baseball next week because we're going to have the NFL Pro Football Hall of Fame ceremonies on ESPN on Saturday for the 2020 inductees and Sunday for the 2021 inductees and the NFL Network. But that means the ball game between the Cubs and the White Sox will be going over to ABC. So there hasn't so been much So then, of course, we won't, we won't see it in our market. No, because you're still, you're <laughs> no, still you're... shut out of ABC. <laughs> That's right. You can, listen to that, you can listen to that station in Indiana if you want to hear. <laughs> there you go. But, but anyway, so the, the deal is, of course, they, there has been some baseball on. Uh, there's not much since 89. They had some of the playoffs last year, I guess, because the playoffs were so big. So some of yep. it got sent over to ABC. And mm-hmm. I guess they did the World Series in 95. We did a little, had a little research and discussion like about that. Four games of the World Series. That's yeah. Right. They, they're Right. So for some reason, anyway. I forgot that they did. I forgot about that one year of the baseball network. I just remember at NBC having it up till 2000, sharing with Fox. I forgot about the NBC, ABC. A- yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the baseball Hall of Fame is now. We found out because I was asking because we, we were talking about the football Hall of Fame, and of course the baseball Hall of Fame is usually the last weekend in July or whatever, and that didn't happen. Well, what they did was they postponed it. It would have been maybe about a week ago, but they postponed it so they could have fans. But it's going to be on a Wednesday night. It's going to be on September 8th. Now, Chris, uh, they've already given the awards like Ken Harrelson and Al Michaels and all those awards have already been handed out but yeah. all, the only thing they're going to do is the actual ceremony for the players and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. Because then the other thing too is of course Al Michaels has this game the next night so right. you know, yes. I was wondering yeah. about that. The Mets had their Hall of Fame ceremony and Ron Darling got in, John Matlack uh Edgardo Alfonso and Al Jackson, the late Al Jackson an original Mets who was a good okay. pitcher. If baseball were smart all right, when things stop back, right there. Well, okay, I know, I know, I know. I'm asking too much. But, yeah. all right, they did a good thing this year. The way they did it with the draft, starting it on Sunday night where the yeah. where the, the game would be, and then having Monday, Tuesday on the NFL, or NFL, on the MLB, MLB network. And they are going to continue that. See, I like, if they were smart, all right, that when the night after the All-Star game, Wednesday, when there's nothing going on, that would be the perfect night to have a Hall of Fame ceremony. 
Because That's true. You it have, would, yeah. Yeah. That would be the perfect night. They could go from the All-Star Game to Cooperstown, whoever yep. needed to be there, yep. uh, You know, any team representatives to support their guys in the hall. That would be the smart thing because now when they have it, it's on a sun, normally it's on Sunday when there's games going on and it's shoved in there at noon. Yep. But now it's going to be on a Wednesday night, the night right before uh, NFL, NFL and everything in September yep. when it's out of, you know, when it's out of season for when it normally is. You know, that right. would be the smart yep. thing for them to do. But so, also one other thing, one yep. thing also on this, uh, not on this, but well, I'll remind you again next Tuesday, but Thursday, a week from Thursday, the 12th, is the Field of Dreams game in Iowa. Between no, that's going to be on the, the 20th, Yankees. John. August no, 20th. On the 12th. No, I heard August 12th. I think, uh, I think Sean August is right. 12th. I will look it up. I will look it up. I think Sean is right. Fox is, Fox is promoting it as Thursday, August 12th. It's going to be on Big Fox on Thursday because I've been seeing – I've seen commercials all throughout. They go, the Field of Dreams game in a cornfield. Yeah, uh, but I, I, when I've seen the Fox commercial, and it says Friday, no, August it's 20. 20. It, no, it's Thursday the 12th. Because okay. on Fridays, they have uh, wrestling, so it is it is the 12th. Okay. But, so yeah, um, so as far as uh, uh, Toronto, one good thing, A, they got back to Toronto, so the fans finally, uh, I don't know how many fans can be there. Has anybody heard anything? What no, I have is? not. No. Okay. I, think it's about there, half. I, I think it's about half. Okay, well, they've got a crowd there and so forth. And I think they've got part of it open or something. There's some kind of a weird thing they're doing. I don't think it's like fully closed at all. So, so they have to do that. But um, uh, Ben Wagner is now doing actual radio broadcasts of Blue Jay games now that they're there. And I guess they're going to, the uh, idea is they're going to continue that on the road. You know, no, he won't travel, but at least he'll be able to do a radio play by play. Right. Now, he'll he'll so. do the monitors like everybody yeah. else. Right. But at least he'll have radio play by play because that TV thing just didn't work. So right. anyway, and to be uh, and to be fair, Chris, I think I think Dan Schulman and Buck Martinez probably did the best they could. They did, but you got to really. I, it's got to be. You got to really uh, lean over backwards to do it. And Chikern would tell him, "You got to really forget you're on TV. Basically, you got to yeah. you're on radio." So the inductees that were going to there were no inductees uh, elected this uh, for 21, but for last year, Derek Jeter was inducted and will be inducted. Um, Larry Walker. Uh, Kurt Simmons, uh, Marvin Miller, of course. Uh, Ted Simmons. Ted Simmons, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kurt Simmons. Oh, he's an old guy. I remember him. <laughs> yeah. Marvin Miller, and uh, that's what happens. You write down uh, Simmons. Hey, I just said Ben Simmons. Anyway, uh, Marvin Miller, and we talked about Al Michaels, and maybe he, they'll probably play his uh, speech again or something. And Ken Harrelson, they've already got their war. And Nick, Nick uh, No, no, no. They, they just they do those, and those have always been separate of the players. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and Nick Cafardo, too. Apparently yeah. is, uh, yes, that's right, because they did do that separately because I guess his son gave a really I nice saw that, speech. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. So that, uh, so they're going to do that. And let's see, I think we've got a couple of other breaking baseball news things. We have a COVID list developing in baseball, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Garrett Cole is on the COVID list for the Yankee. What, Yankee with COVID, how can that be? Um, <laughs> but uh, they do, Der- uh, Garrett Cole. And, you know, this was supposed to be one of the highest vaccinated teams. Now, the thing that is different about baseball and football is it's going to be obvious who was vaccinated, the way they're treated in football. Because in, in football, if you were vaccinated, you're going to get to come back a lot faster. Yeah. So, and, and you're going to even see, they'll even see when people get to training camp and the announcers are around and everything, they're going to see who's where and who's doing what because their activities are going to be different and how they're masked or not masked and everything else. So football's letting it all out on the line. They're just going to, if you're vaccinated, you can do X. And if you're not, you have to do Y. Yeah, and they're so, testing once a week. And right. But like they had said, for example, or it came out that Aaron Judge, but he was out the full 10 days. So baseball kind of going right. a little now, goofy, now I today think. I saw a story. The NFL Players Association is pursuing the league to test vaccinated players more regularly. 
Okay. That would okay. seem to that would seem to be bad messaging for me. I would think if you yeah. are vaccinated, you would test less than less. Yeah. Well, it should think. be less than the other players. The other players should test like they did last year because they're just as and, and this variant is worse than the one we had last year. So if you're uh, maybe the vaccine should be tested once a week or something. I mean, maybe well, you could go along with that, I but I don't yeah, even well, know. Because for the like the, for the vaccinated, it's more. I mean, most people it's like getting a cold, getting the flu, right, something like that. But the unvaccinated, they're ending up in the hospital. But the vaccinated people can spread it to the vaccinated. The unvaccinated. What I what I heard though is if you're vaccinated if you get it almost 99 percent of the time you're going to have it just a, it'll be like a cold yeah. right yeah, right. yeah. but and, so Garrett, if, and and if you spread it to another vaccinated player then it's just like them getting a cold it's basically like right. You're spreading right. right so anyway garrett cole is on the list on mattingly the manager of miami and he had to leave in the middle of the game because that's the problem with baseball too the games they do the testing yeah. and then the game started about the fifth inning they find out whether you have it or not yeah and then uh you know, and then Josh Hader also on the COVID list, the Milwaukee closer. And then what was there was another name that I think you uh, had? Jordan Montgomery from the Yankees, a starting pitcher, and uh, Matt Barnes, of course, Barnes from the Red today. Sox. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we don't know whether that's uh, because of a test or whether that was uh, just a contract. They said he actually, yeah, they said he actually tested negative, but he just hasn't been feeling well. Okay, so they're yeah, maybe I'm just, just waiting. But what we said before was maybe you can't always tell right away. Yeah. And I mean, you to know. be to be to be in, in balance of reporting news. Um, we do not know of these guys. We do not know their vaccination status. I know normally no, we, we know it. We tell you in this case, we don't know it. No, no. And just uh, getting back, I just heard the commercial again. Uh, Fox is saying Thursday, August 12th of the field. Event. Okay. I. Okay. It was supposed to have been on August 20th last year. On Thursday, right. August 20th last year. Okay. So uh, I am looking for my – so I think that's baseball. Anybody got any more baseball stuff? I, I think that's oh, plenty of baseball. Yeah. It is. So yeah. <laughs> now we move on to uh, – Let's see. I'm looking for my NBA free agents. And I know we're going to do college. We're going to do oh, college football. Minutes. Oh yeah, we, we're going to do college football. So okay, take it over, Sean. What's going on, college football? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, since we left Thursday, the uh, well, the Texas and Oklahoma did officially send their letters to the Big Twelve, announcing that in 2025 they did the next step, announcing that in 2025 when uh, grant of rights deals are up, they will be leaving the Big Twelve, exploring other options. Then on Friday. They sent uh, well. Also on Thursday, the SEC. Well, they, I think they had already they had voted to accept the you know to invite Texas and Oklahoma. Also on Thursday, which actually the Big Twelve, the letters to the Big Twelve were sent last week before our show. But the SEC voted to accept or to invite Texas and Oklahoma on Thursday. On Friday, Texas and Oklahoma voted to accept those invitations starting in 2025, and then. Bob Olsby sent a cease and desist letter to EFPN accusing them of trying to get the AAC, the American Athletic Conference, uh, to invite player, invite teams into their conference because the AAC has a deal that goes until 2031 with uh, ESPN, it's a billion-dollar deal with the AAC, and they were looking at if we invited, how much more would it be? But they're saying that ESPN contacted them. Then, of course, that kind of died down a little bit. But 
Monday, some legislators here, they're, they're having, they just happened to be at a time of a special session, and, but it was only in the Senate. It was not in the House because, of course, all the House Democrats are off in D.C. with COVID, but, you know, but in the senators from Waco, representing Waco, Fort Worth, and Lubbock, they wanted to have a hearing, and they, want, they invited the presidents and various people from Texas, Baylor, TCU, and Texas Tech there. Basically, it was a and the big, and the little, big 12. Well, and the, and the Big 12, uh, uh, Bob Bowlesby was there also. It was basically a circus, and nothing was accomplished, and nothing could be done. They already knew it was, and they spoke out. Uh, Jay Hartzell admitted, he said, the SEC did not contact us. We contacted the Big Ten, the SEC, and the ACC, because the Big 12 bylaws, they are not allowed to, they cannot contact folks, but we as an individual school can investigate what the big deal for that. And he said the Big Ten was going to be a second option, but one deal was the deals with ESPN and Fox. What would it cost to get out of the Longhorn Network? He also said the Longhorn Network would kind of phase out with this deal of the SEC because they'd merge it in with the SEC Network, and there's probably going to be some payout. But the Big Ten was a second option. The ACC was a third option. Pac-12 was not contacted by either school. They said one reason the Big Ten would have been a good option, but they had concerns over last year with the, you know, the decisions and the lack of it. And then, no, we're going to play. We're not going to. Those were kind of, those were some concerns. And then uh, Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner of the Big 12, basically said, well, we would explore merging with other conferences. And he basically, he admitted that 50% of the conference's revenue is brought in by Texas and Oklahoma. And that was confirmed because since 2010, 27 of the top 30 highest-rated games for the Big 12, since, or actually since TCU and West Virginia came in, 27 of the 30 involved Texas or Oklahoma. The other three, one was a TCU game, but they were playing Ohio State. So, of course, and then two Iowa-Iowa State games. And then he said when the Big 12 started in 1996 to 2010, uh, 45 of the 50 highest-rated games involved either Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Nebraska, or Colorado. And Colorado only had like two or three. And they said, yes, we will admit that this is probably, you know, this is not good. But some legislatures were worried. Some senators were worried because, oh, it's going to take away from our economies. And, you know, Jay Hartzell, the president of Texas, said, oh, we would do anything to help uh, some of our schools get into other conferences if we have to. Now, Baylor's probably the least of the three. But then today, uh, it came out by 24-7 Sports that Bob Bowlesby is talking to George, and I've heard it, I think it's Kliakov, the commissioner of the Pac-12. He was like a big casino deal and involved in, like, DraftKings or something like that, casino betting, and now he's the new commissioner of the Pac-12, talking about either some sort of either alliance where they play each other or possibly even a merger. Now, Bowlesby, I'm sure, would not want the merger because he would be out of a job. And chances are, if Oklahoma State and Texas Tech get their way, even if they somehow stay, I think he may be out of a job. Well, anyway. I don't think it's just Oklahoma State and Texas Tech. No, those, but I think with Texas and Oklahoma, them and Kansas kind of has the, they're more of the power schools now because Oklahoma State and Texas Tech have a little bit more support. Cause Oklahoma did, they did say also that Oklahoma would continue to play Oklahoma yeah. State in the Bedlam game, especially if they were in a Power oh, no. 5 conference. So they're trying to get them in there. Also, uh, the Big 12, if they were to reach out to the AAC, 
they would keep their status as a power five. If the AAC reached out to the Big 12, it would go down. Now, the AAC has had higher ratings of the non-Texas and Oklahoma schools because, I mean, a Central Florida-South Florida game does way better ratings than Kansas-Kansas State. <laughs> or even TCU-Kansas State, Cincinnati-Central Florida does better. But yeah, Cincinnati-Houston, so, whatever, yeah. Right. Yeah, but there's con- the one concern, as I said, we're, we're kind of the religious aspect with Baylor and TCU, but certain people out in the Pac-12 are saying... That's not as big of an issue. It was mainly with BYU because of their stance of they can't play on Sundays, and the Pac-12 has a lot of their championships on Sundays. The Big 12 does not have as many. They have baseball on Sundays, but that was a big. So they said, yeah, they had differences, but they could work with like a Baylor TCU because they don't have those restrictions. And I, you're think hearing the long, rumors. I think the long and the short of it is this isn't going to take until 2025. And oh, other than no. other than Texas no. and Oklahoma to the ACC or to the SEC, we don't know what in the you know what Correct. is going on. Yeah. And you know, Oklahoma State and Texas Tech are like, oh, we're going to the Pac-12. There's a reason that we weren't coming along with Texas. There's a reason they didn't. But I guess we're going to the Pac-12. Cause that, <laughs> and they had concerns in the past about Oklahoma State and Texas Tech academics. We'll look at Oregon State and Washington State. And those, it's like they're not the most, and Texas Tech does have some research, some right. uh, pretty good nursing. Yeah, I think the academic well, thing is overblown. And I think when you figure, they, they talked about West Virginia and the ACC. I mean, you got Miami in there, so what, how are you going to talk right. about that? And well, I, th- I think as if if Iowa State's success continues in football, they're going to be a bigger player at the table. That the problem yeah. that they've always had is is. They, they're not that good in football. If they stay good in football, they're usually pretty good in both basketballs. So they will have a bigger say at the table if their football success continues. And then the problem is also with it is you got Kansas. Kansas is not Kansas is good in football. They don't bring anything to the table. Or no, I mean, basketball. Kansas is good in basketball, but they don't bring anything to the table in football or any other sport. And they have a less mile scandal going on that they're investigating. <laughs> they have a, the Big Ten doesn't want any more scandals. They've had the Penn State stuff, the Michigan State. Uh, there's several teams threatening to leave. Last Ohio State had a they had, they had a couple of scandals along the way. Yeah, Ohio State had a few. They're like, yeah. uh, do we need a bad team with a scandal? Yeah, right. <laughs> but so. the other rumors I have heard. If it, I mean, I've heard it would be Kansas and Iowa State or Iowa State Cincinnati because they said Cincinnati brings more than Kansas. I mean, Kansas brings a blue blood basketball, but that's it. Cincinnati. Well, brings and, a and lot remember, more. they have a scandal over them right now too. Yeah, but yeah, but they may look at them a little more. I don't, and I've heard that if they don't do the Baylor TCU thing, I've heard of the Texas, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, and Boise State to the Pac uh, twelve because. Then we get Houston, the Houston market. They get into the Dallas market with Oklahoma State and Texas Tech. And then, you know, Boise, they bring them because I think them, Kansas State, is pretty even as far as other sports. But Boise State's a little better in football. And I think they would look at that. But Baylor, if they get over the they bring a national championship basketball team. Houston has a Final Four team. Yep. You know, you look at uh, yep. GCU for Pac-12 baseball. Well, it's it's going to get interesting. And the Pac-12... <laughs> What they're doing, they're just basically taking the leftovers because it looks like West Virginia, and if they get Notre Dame to go, it looks like they are going to go to the ACC. Bob Bowlesby's going to be out of – Bob Bowlesby should have been out of the job several years ago when they had a chance to expand. ESPN told them they'd work with them, and they didn't. So, yeah. well, We will okay. follow all that because as far as time goes, it is way – we're going way long, oh, so yeah. we better figure out – NBA. Yeah. NBA. Let's see what we can do so some of these free agents and acquisitions. that were. I know there were more today so that I don't have written down. So you guys can throw in and, uh, you know, any and I might have heard a couple. Okay, we had Chris Paul staying in Phoenix. 
four years yep. for 120 million. That's Kyle correct. Lowry to Miami, uh, so he'll uh, be for, there with. It was a sign and trade to get y'all got Dragic. Yeah, they got Dragic, and I forget what else they got. Who who got Dragic? Um, Boston, Toronto, or Toronto, 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 Boston, Toronto. No, wait, Toronto. Kyle Lowry hasn't played here yet. Okay, no, I know, but so he's going to Miami. Okay, I didn't know there was sign and trade involved, and, yeah. and of course he's there with uh, Jimmy Butler. Uh, Alonzo Ball is going from uh, the uh, uh, where's he going from uh, New Orleans, New Orleans to Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, and we'll be with uh, Levine, uh, Zach Levine, and, uh, and that was another sign and trade. Yeah, two and a couple of picks to to New Orleans, and, and then four uh, years, four years, eighty five million. There yeah, Mike Conley uh, Jr. is staying in Utah. Yeah, uh, B.J. Tucker to Miami, and that was I a big part P- of the, that's P.J. Tucker, P.J. Tucker, and and he was a big part of the uh, the thing with the, he was a big guard. Uh, we're working with Chris. On Chris Paul, so no, he's he in was yeah. Milwaukee, and, Milwaukee, yeah, Milwaukee, yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying with the, with the Bucks, but now he's going to be in with Miami. That's a, a, a that's going to be the I mean, there. Him, that that could hurt Milwaukee a little bit because he was a big part of their team. But that, that's I mean, correct. Miami, let's like they. Miami, Miami didn't like being out of the picture this last nope. year, and you don't, Pat Riley, you never count him out. No, nope. no. Nope. Meanwhile, the Lakers are doing the George Allen over the hill gang uh, routine here. <laughs> yeah, they're bringing in Trevor Ariza. They're bringing in Dwight Howard, who I guess he's still moving. He was in that Philadelphia series, wandering around. Uh, Kent Bazemore. They needed uh, some shooters. This was interesting, and I'll, I'll t- give you the list that I got. And then uh, Chris Mannix was on with um, on EEI today, talking to Glenn Ordway and the, the guys that were with him, and talking about it. Really, what the Lakers are doing is they they, they picked up, you know, and, and we we know uh, we have it. I have it on another sheet. But they also picked up uh, Russell Westbrook. Yep. But the idea well, yeah, is he, what, what they're saying is that he does the same thing as LeBron. He's not nobody's an outside shooter, and they all have to have the ball, and they all got to drive. So yeah. this is not good. That's why they picked up people like Kent Bazemore, who can shoot a little bit outside. But and, they, and Trevor Ariza was on that 2009 uh, championship team with Kobe. Uh, yep. Bazemore's been with all these. A lot of these guys have been with the Lakers. Bazemore's been with them in the past. Yeah, uh, he, he was with the Warriors this year. Now he's Wayne Ellington's a shooter. He's going there. Yep. Yeah, and they re-signed Marcus Sal. Marcus Sal. Right. They re-signed yep. him. And right. now the latest that came down Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, uh, boy. Yeah, Carmelo yeah. Anthony is going to leave Portland. The other thing that Mannix is saying is they don't play. There's not a lot of defense coming. No, the there's not. No, there's not. No. And they lost in the in the Westbrook trade that's on the other page because it happened earlier, and we'll get to it. Uh, they lost the defenders that are going. Yeah, to the they, they they lost all their major defenders. They all they all went to DC. Right, and so Trey Young is staying with the Hawks with Atlanta. Yep. Uh, for two hundred seventy million, uh, Tim Hardaway going to stay with two hundred seven. Two hundred seven. Tim Hardaway is going to stay with Dallas. Yep. Evan Fournier went to the Knicks from yep. the Celtics for four and, years. And New York also kept a lot of their players from last year. Also. And they got Derrick Rose too. Yep. Yep. Yes, Chris they're going to sign him. They're going to sign Derrick Rose for three more years. Yep. The Celtics yep. made a trade. Chris Dunn came in, and people are thinking they might trade Marcus Smart and try to get a shooting guard because that's what they need now. Because they got Chris Dunn, who's also a defender, but he's not a shooter. They right. got him from the Hawks. That was a three-way trade, and they sent Tristan Thompson to uh, Sacramento. That's correct. Kelly Olynyk ended up in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, and let's see. So I think that's a free agency. Then let me go over to my trade. I do, over here. Jamal. I do see your hand, and we will get to you in just a second. And also today, Chicago uh, did a sign and trade with the San Antonio Spurs. Sean, and they got uh, uh, Marcus Aldridge, or uh, 
is it Marcus Aldridge? Marcus Aldridge. No, no, the other guy. DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan, that's it. Yeah, they got DeRozan. Yeah, DeMar, is it DeMar DeRozan, I think his name is? is that yeah, what it is? yeah, DeMar yeah. DeRozan. Okay. Yeah, Marcus Aldridge was gone. They, they traded him at the deadline. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, and then I'm trying to think if there was anything else today that we with free agency or acquisition. Oh, yes, uh, Patty Mills ended up with uh, New Jersey. Oh, with yeah. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, with Brooklyn. Yeah, the Warriors were trying to get him. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Brooklyn, so, uh, Brooklyn kept a lot of their free agents also. So the other NBA stuff that happened before, we have Cade Cunningham was the number one pick for, uh, pick from Oklahoma State. Where is he? What position did he, he play? Uh, forward. He's like a six he's eight six there. nine forward. Yeah. Okay. I think he'll be a good fit for them. Uh, yeah. For yeah. Detroit. Oh yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, man, who used to be on Detroit too, uh, went to Philadelphia. The Drummond, the uh, center. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, he went. To Oh, yeah. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Okay, so this is what uh, and the 22 pick in uh, Thursday night draft went to the Lakers for uh, Kyle Kuzma and Montre Montrez Harold and Contavious Caldwell Pope uh, Caldwell Pope. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And then Washington. Then there were some other draft choices uh, right. thrown around. And Ka- Kawhi Leonard is going to decline the Clippers' offer, but that doesn't mean he won't stay with the uh, Clippers. It's just his contract. So uh, like actually, his, what it what it probably will do is uh, make it easier to make a long term deal because if you would have uh, took the option, it would have been thirty six million, and it probably would have hurt the Clippers' salary cap wise. Right. Yeah. Right. So they'll work something out probably. So that's it for the end. Any more Chris, NBA Chris stuff Paul is got? staying with the Suns. Yes, we already covered that. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Jamal, why don't you unmute yourself and we will we would be able to hear you. Yeah, since the Bulls have been busy and the White Sox have been busy, yeah. I'm sure Jamal. Are you there, Jamal? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. I yeah. can't. Hey, hey, Jamal. We were when we were talking earlier. I said if we'd have had this show on Friday, <laughs> that I'd have had to give them the Jamal version of that show. And I said if Jamal were here, he would think that was uh, kind of humorous. Would you agree with that, Jamal? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But now, but now, as for the as for the Bulls, I'm happy that they made a sign trade for uh, Lonzo Ball. Uh-huh. I think, and it is said that he's working hard on his game and he's improved last year. And if he keeps improving, he'll be better. So, as a Bulls fan, I'm pretty happy with Lonzo Ball coming. Mm-hmm. As a White Sox fan, I'm happy that uh, they took Craig Kimbrough from the Cubs. Although I was hoping, I was hoping they they would have made a play for. Either Bryant or uh, Javi Baez, but it's, it's unfortunate. Well, Nick Madrigal is the second baseman, not an outfielder, just for the record. Oh, okay, correct. And I think so Jamal, we, I think that's going to be a trade there that is going to in, in in the short term it'll work out for the White Sox, but I think in the long term the Cubs also benefit on that trade. Well, I, well, I agree because I think Madrigal was got to really show some promise when he tore up his knee. Five o'clock. So hopefully he comes back healthy and. He is successful for you guys, but uh, but my only concern about the White Sox is yes, they got this guy Hernandez with an option for next year. But after next year, what are they going to do about second base? You know, because the guy's what thirty years old. Well, maybe they maybe they'll maybe they'll resign him. Right, but still, he's older than Magical. So that's the. But other than that, I'm pretty happy. And as for the Cubs blowing up the entire team, you know, I felt they probably had to do it. Because realistically, they weren't going to go anywhere, so why not try to do some retooling? Now, I think maybe they could have opted to re-sign one of those, worked out long-term with one of those guys, whether it was Bryant or Baez. Or, or Rizzo, even. Or Rizzo. Well, I would have let Rizzo walk, but I would have kept Bryant or Baez, in my opinion. 
But nevertheless, uh, it'll be interesting to see how long the Cubs are down for and what the Cubs do during the offseason. Will they try to seek to resign one of those people? Well, they better do something because they $150 million came off the are going to be off the books. So right. I would think Jed Hoyer better do something because if he doesn't, I don't think the fans are going to be – Tom Ricketts right. may be patient with him, but I, I mean, right. sadly, Jed Hoyer mm-hmm. right now on uh, social media mm-hmm. – and I mean, you hate to say anything with social media is, is great, but um, if if you t- take a look at social media, Jed Hoyer is um, frankly anything but a human being is what people are calling him. They are not well, pleased. Well, I mean, he has to he has to do what his bosses tell him. Ricketts probably instructed him to start the fire sale. So they go yell anyone yell Tom Ricketts the owner, even though the Ricketts family has. Well, well, to be now, Jamal, to be totally fair, he, Tom Ricketts isn't being well regarded on social media either. Well, 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 to me, Tom Ricketts is trying to struck me as kind of a dweeb anyway, personally. But nevertheless, uh, you know, the man did spend some money, although how much was really daddy's yeah. money in the first That's place? That's always been the rumor with Tom Ricketts, though, that he really doesn't have as much money as he claims that he does. That's well, always been it, the rumor. Well, most of it is – well, we all know most of it is daddy's money, uh, right. daddy Joe Ricketts, in the first place. But they gave it – gave Tommy Boy and his siblings the money. To act like they won the Cubs, but they right, Pierre, go ahead and start unmuting. We'll get you in just a second. Go ahead, Jamal. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how much longer the Cubs fans will have. Well, their goal is to be, you know, they want to do what the Red, you know, the Red Sox were terrible in 12, won the world, terrible in 12, won the World Series in 13, terrible in 14 and 15, and then back in postseason 16 through 18. That That's the kind of thing they want to do is a year or two and then be back. That's what the goal right. is. So we'll see if P- they can do Pierre, it. Pierre, come on in and talk to us. Yeah, uh, well, uh, first thing I want to talk about is what y'all were talking about, the Cardinals. If y'all will remember, at the beginning of the year, the Cardinals were buying, and everybody picked them to just run away yes. with the division. That is correct. Except Rick who uh, picked Milwaukee. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you're, Rick, you're going to look like a wise man in that division. Well, well, kind of offset to my Angels pick. He's yeah. got the Angels to live with, too. But anyway. Uh, and, uh, and I agree with Perry on the Cubs, you know. Uh, it was a sad day. But what I want to talk about was the Mets. That uh, NL East division is just weak. The, yeah. only reason, the only reason that the Mets are in first place is every time they lose, the other two teams lose also. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> that's the only reason they're in first place. And uh, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but Howie Rose is no longer on the away games. He doesn't like the monitors, and he's not showing up for those games. He's only doing the ones that are live at City Field. I don't blame him. I don't John blame Sterling, him. If the, John Sterling should do himself a favor and do the same thing because he's yeah, terrible. Because, uh, he should. Sterling. And, you know, Chris, uh, I don't know what the guy's name is, but the 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 Spanish announcer that filled in last year, you know, when – Ricky Ricardo. You'll Ricky never Ricardo. forget it again. Yep. Ricky <laughs> Ricardo. When, when Sterling was gone, though, I thought he was pretty good. He was. He was. So I think they should just uh, let John say not to. I think what they need to do, all the pl- all the teams should plan on traveling for the postseason. I think they I really agree. should. I think this is ridiculous to do anything from the monitors and be saying, well, I don't know what happened. You know, it's almost like Phil Rizzuto's WW wasn't watching, you know, that they have to do. And I think everybody should plan. And maybe that, I hope, I'm hoping that's what the Red Sox are doing. I don't know why they're, but again, Joe got out of, out of Dodge. That was part of it was about the traveling. You know, they, they shouldn't even be there. They should be in well, Detroit right now. They've got, they, they've got here? Ed, they've got Ed Coleman uh, yeah. filling in for, for Howie on the uh, uh, monitor games. Yep. 
Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. So, have we got, we got any more? Have any we more calls? Uh, oh, yeah. Have we got to the college sports yet? Oh yeah. Yes, go, if yeah. you want, if you want to talk about it, though, Pierre, go ahead. Okay. LSU had had a player by the name of Miles Brennan. Okay. He he he's the quarterback, and he's always supposed to have been the starting quarterback. Well, in his freshman year, he didn't play because he was a freshman. And his next year, on came this guy y'all may have heard of called Joe Burrow. I've, I've heard the name. I've heard the name. Yeah, so, so, so he didn't get to play that year. Then last year, he was supposed to be the starter, and the COVID came along. Uh-huh. And then, and then this year, he's the number one quarterback for LSU, and he fell and broke his arm. Oh, geez. there you oh, go. Uh, yeah, man. If he, if he had, some people have nothing but bad luck. I guess. Yeah, that's right. All okay. right, I'm done. Okay. All right, there you go, Pierre. Okay, so um, we've got the NFL, and uh, the basic thing, we already basically talked about the whole thing with Carson Wentz, and he hurt his foot, and he's going to need surgery, and the guard, Quentin Nelson, hurt his foot, so they're also for the Colts, and same he's going injury. to need surgery. Same, same injury, injury, same time five, period. Five to 12 weeks for them. Again, five would get them back for the beginning of the season. Twelve is the middle of the season. We'll see what happens, and you know, one may be better than the other, and we'll see about I that. I think that Quentin Nelson's a bigger I think that's a bigger impact on them in some ways than Carson Wentz because, I mean, he is a monster of a guard. Yeah. I mean, you know. So what was it? Somebody said something about Nick Foles had something to say? Oh, yeah. (laughs) He uh, he had a press conference. Was was there a press conference or did he just do an interview? Uh, He was just talking to the media after the game yesterday. Okay. After practice. Yeah, after practice. I mean, yeah. Oh, by the way, there is. Well, but Andy, and, you know, they got Andy Dalton in there and uh, what? his name Justin, Justin Fields. 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 Yeah, Justin Fields looking good. Uh, so they were talking to him. He goes, "Yeah, I'm a bear, but I really miss Frank Reich. I, you know, I, I love working uh, with Frank Reich. He's just, you know, all, he was really hyping up Frank Reich. Yeah, he, be, he built he built the offense that I knew how to run in 2017. I took the Eagles to the Super Bowl. And I'd love to be back with him and yada yada. You know, he went on and, and, and on. Says, but I, I love the Bears. He, he had yeah. to end that when they said, "Oh, are you asking for? I love the Bears." Yeah, all right. Wait a minute. Let me throw in another name. Hold on, guys. Bill, go ahead. Let me throw in another name I just pulled off of Twitter. Okay. During communication. Well, this is very unofficial, very unofficial, but came from the athletic. Philip Rivers as a part time fill in backup. Would you rather have him or would you rather have um, uh, um, Nick Foles? Oh, yeah, uh, I, I well, don't know. well, to to Foles' point, though, when, in 2017, when Wentz got hurt, Wright was the offensive coordinator, and he did develop the offense, so he could yeah. run it. So yeah. Yeah, I know Ellinger's not going to get play time as a starter this year, but I think eventually he will help him in yeah. his development, and maybe a Nick Foles coming in to help develop because Jacob Eaton's not going to. I mean, no, that's no. not. I'm looking for okay. Now, also, <laughs> in injuries, uh, we had we had uh, uh, Jared Stidham got hurt here yeah. so that uh, throws the third head out of the pre-headed monster controversy that we, yeah, wasn't going to happen anyway nobody was really uh, you know there's people that want Newt, newton there's a lot more people that want mac jones here as quarterback and now Stidham's going to be out how long is that rick oh i don't know i haven't heard it was it. a back injury wasn't it uh 
I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, well, once you start, once you start the back injuries, though, yeah. right? They usually don't stop. So he's not going to. He's not uh, in camp right now. He's you know rehabbing or doing or being operated on. I don't even know. But he's he was kind of a Mr. Irrelevant in that controversy anyway. It wasn't going to be his job. So it's just uh, you know what he said. Some caller called today and said they could picture you know Newton starting the game and then and he starts the game against Tampa Bay on October third and then he gets hurt and and uh, Mac Jones comes in and leads them to victory or at least makes it close <laughs> and from then on it's just like Brady and Bledsoe and that's it for Newton and you know <laughs> Mac Jones takes over and, and I hope they save the call in case it happens It'd be great <laughs> you know but don't don't you guys think that Cam Newton is just about done I I really yes. I, yes. I really don't yeah. think that he's going to do anything in New I mean, England he's going to have fewer excuses that, you know he had the COVID last year and he had uh, no weapons to speak of at all now they've brought in some people and you know it's not the best offenses in the world but they got the tight ends they got some receivers you know now he's going to be throwing the ball into the dirt in front of better players than he was last year. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is going to be the problem because that's what he was doing a lot of the time. Yeah. Speaking of uh, tra- traveling and all that, Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer are going to travel with the Bears. They are uh, going to be at the games, and their tr- sideline guy, uh, Mark uh, Brody, I guess, will Brody, not. Brody with Brody, a G. Brody, Brody, Brody to the max will not. Yeah. And uh, so there you go. But, uh, you know, I, I think the NFL, I don't know if anybody else made any announcements. I can't picture Scott, Scott Zolak and, and uh, Bob. And, uh, you know, uh, Bob, uh, I, I can't think of his name. That's terrible. Uh, so see, not traveling. I think all the NFL announcers will travel. I'm I don't see why not. What? Who's in, what's that, Sean? You're way out in left field. I heard the NFL announcers are going to be traveling. I think they will. Oh, yeah. I think they will. But the Bears made a special, BBM made a special announcement. So now we have some COVID in the NFL, right? The Washington football team has been hit and the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. What is it with Washington, though? The football teams hit? The baseball teams yeah. hit? I yeah. think... It's a lot the, of hot air in Washington. Yeah, and I think the AAA uh, Nationals team might have had an issue over the weekend. They've been at the hotel with the uh, Democrats from Texas from the House. Well, uh-huh. it could Maybe. be. That very well could be. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and well, that's one of the things they said that when, when that city was designed, that it was, you know, give the Virginia was kind of glad to get, like, it was all swampland. They didn't mm-hmm. mind getting rid of it at all. So, you know, it's not the healthiest place to be when they when they uh, built it in the 1800s. Oh. So, um, anyway, so Minnesota had uh, Kurt Cousins, who they feel has not been vaccinated. It's fairly clear that he hasn't, right. uh, you know, is on the list. And they had no regular quarterback. They had one rookie and about three or four quarterbacks of so the guys in the room had to quarantine and not play. So I don't know. They're they're in a mess with their quarterbacks. I mean, and now then they've got assistant coaches that you know haven't you know that whole deal. So yeah, well, yeah. They, he yeah the guy who left the team. So yeah. uh, you know, Kirk Cousins last summer before we even had vaccination said that that he wouldn't. He said you know if I get COVID if I die I die. You know I've had a good life. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, any other football stuff, Rick? Yeah, a few things. Um, we got to talk about to, um, the, we got to talk about the fisticuffs, right? Yeah, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get to, to that. Yeah. Going back to um, the Colts, um, they did sign uh, Brent Hundley, an ex backup quarterback. <laughs> okay. back. Oh, oh, Brent Hundley, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, and by the way, there, you know, if you figure about well, um, Wentz and, and Nelson missing some of the first few games, their first five games are Seattle, the Rams, Tennessee. Miami and the Ravens. Oh, yep. wow. That's a tough game. Stat. Yeah. Tough game. Um, Randall Cobb went back to the Packers for a sixth round pick. Yeah. I think he, do you remember when um, Bob Kraft fought so hard to get rapper um, Meek Mill out of jail? 
Yeah, he, he no, I, tend, I, I, I tend not to follow the rabbit no. okay. in jail. No. Yeah, he, did, he had a big that. campaign yeah. to get this guy out of jail. Well, that's what yes, pretty much what Rogers, what Rogers did for Cobb because he got him out of Houston, which I think might be <laughs> yeah, worse yeah. than yeah. jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. uh, the Saints carry, uh, signed Devontae Freeman, the running back. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. The Giants signed Alfred Morris, that backup running back. Yep. Um, and Minnesota today cut defensive back Jeff Brudney, I think, Bludney, I think it is. He was their first round pick last year, but he had a domestic violence incident back in April when he um, actually he's being basically accused of choking a woman. Yeah, so they yeah. cut him loose. Yeah, and at the Giant, not a good day at Giants camp today. First of all, being overshadowed by by stuff later on, Kenny Galladay, their big free agent signing, left, and they seem to be clutching his hamstring, mm. which he had trouble with last year. And then later in the day, there was a big rumble and. The worst part about it was the quarterback Daniel Jones ended up at the bottom of the pile, which did not make Joe Judge very happy. And there's a lot of Giants doing laps today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and as I said before the show, it's not like it's super hot here in the Northeast. So they don't have the, they're always 105. We were all, you know, no, they can't use that. And, uh, and Rick, nice they, uh, yeah. last week they also cut Calvin Benjamin because yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he showed up overweight. And, yeah, uh, that was, I, yeah. Dave Gettleman, Dave Gettleman had signed him as a favor because he had signed, he had drafted him in, in Carolina. Yeah. And he signed him just because the Giants weren't going to keep him, but they thought he could maybe get a look in some other team of grab him. They right. thought they were actually going to try him at tight end. Yeah. But Joe Judge had told him he had to lose like 14 pounds. When he got into camp, he'd actually put on three pounds. <laughs> so so he, he was cut. He, he really went after Joe Judge saying he'll never – you know, I'm out too much as a coach. Right. There, was a, there was a crazy rumor going around New York media that Benjamin had been caught because he was caught taking food from the team cafeteria and bringing it home. Uh, <laughs> I don't think whatever. there's any truth in that. Okay. All and right. we, do have the, um, we do have the Hall of Fame game Thursday night, the Steelers yep. and the Cowboys. Yep, That's right. we do. That's right. We do. Okay. Bill, were you, were, you to, were you trying to come in, Bill, a second ago? No. Okay. no. okay. All right. We got any more NFL? That's all I have. I think that's all we got. Okay. All right. NHL. I got a few here. And, Robert, you can help me out with some of these names or whatever. Hopefully, we can just read through these fairly quickly. We didn't get – Robert, there was nothing that could be done. Okay. Uh, The deal is the NHL. Robert was complaining that their free agency was right in the middle of everything. Everything's in the middle of everything right now because of the (laughs) compressed sports year we had. We lost, like, all of November was wasted. Nobody did anything in November, let alone we didn't have any sports from, you know, March 12th to July 23rd. Right. Nothing happened in November. So, you, you NHL didn't start. The NBA didn't start. They both ended late, and so all their off-seasons got pushed back. They're trying to start at the right time. The NHL is always going to be, you know, the the number four sport, you know, and and that's just the way it is. It's, it's, you know, so they ran into the baseball trading deadline. They ran into the NBA draft. Now they're running into, and and just if they delayed NHL free agency to this week, which you suggested, that wouldn't have done any good because the NBA is having free agency, and Mm -hmm. people pay more attention to the NBA than they do the NHL. There's nothing you can do. The NHL NHL has had a, a pretty good run here though they got decent ratings last year you know the you know during the playoffs they were the first team to historically playing really meaningful games and they got a good bounce from that for two or three weeks i think a lot of people enjoyed the hockey at two in the afternoon on tuesdays right. things like that so the nhl's doing all right and they're coming into seattle that's going to be a good market for them if they're yep. doing the best they can they've got a whole whole new uh, package with you know espn's on on board and that's going to help them a and, lot and TNT. Turner. I think that is going to do them a lot of good. It you know, it, it may be unpopular to do because you, you love everything, you know, in prime time and all. 
Well, I wonder if the NFL shouldn't almost consider, if you can, putting some of those games at two in the afternoon so that people can you mean the really NHL. pay it. The NHL should yeah. really consider putting some of those games at two in the so people would really pay attention. Well, you to could it. do a thing. You could have a hockey day or something like on Wednesday and have a game at four in the afternoon, a game at seven, and a game at ten, or so. You know, hockey hockey triple header on Wednesdays or something. Right. You know, when they yeah. don't play much, the NBA plays and just put it opposite the NBA and, and work it out with because you got the same network. So you're basically like you when you have uh, the sports have it, the Bruins and the Celtics. So you you're going to look out for each other. They're going to put things on ESPN. They're going to put things on TNT. Of course, ESPN's got other balls to juggle with college basketball and this and that. But they're going to be working in the same under the same tent. So they're not going to necessarily bang heads against each other. They're going to try remember, to maximize and, both and, products. And, you know, and, and be part. And remember, and remember, guys, the uh, NBA commissioner and NHL commissioner. They're friends. They're, yeah. they're friends. They yep. used to work together. So, and that's that's why Adam Silver suggested to Gary Bettman, hey. You go work with ESPN and Turner. We could work our schedules around. That's right. So, uh, so ESPN, ESPN, you know, ESPN is also going to put some of those NHL games. A lot of them, it sounds like, uh, are going to be on ESPN Plus. Yeah, yeah, they're going to yeah. have those. They're going to have some, but ESPN does it with baseball. They'll put well, they, they would put some games on in the afternoon when MLB Network doesn't. Right. They might even you might look at it because you also have you have ESPN and ES. They're going to have games on ESPN and ESPN two plus TBS and TMZ. Not just yeah. ESPN. Yeah. But if you have a Bruins Pittsburgh game on a Wednesday afternoon four o'clock, the Bruins fans will be there or the Penguins fans. You know, it's not going to hurt the people in the cities that have tickets. They'll figure out a way to get to those games. The right. Steelers fans yeah. would have been at those Steelers games as they could have last year. You know. I mean, they, they, you know, they were all listening and watching and doing what they could. And the good hockey towns, the, the fans will show. And you make sure the 4 o'clock games are in places that are going to sell out. You know, you don't right. want to put them in questionable places like Columbus or something or whatever. But let's do these uh, names and, and okay. move on here because we got a lot to finish up here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Colorado captain uh, Gabrielle Landeskog. Uh, Gabriel, Gabriel Landeskog. Gabriel uh, Landeskog, eight years. For uh, fifty-six million to That's stay correct. there, yep. Alex Ovechkin five years for forty-seven point five to stay with Washington. Right, uh, Dougie Hamilton, the well-traveled yeah. Dougie, Dougie Hamilton, nine million a year from uh, New Jersey. He's been with the, started with the Bruins. And he was with That's Carolina great. and Calgary. Yep. Uh, you know, so uh, he's uh, I don't know if what people see in him, he, he didn't do well. Yeah, here. I don't either. Nope. <laughs> Philip Grubauer started uh, for Colorado, and he's now going to be the starter as a goalie, and he's now going to be the starter for the Seattle Kraken. So that's yeah. good. That's a six-year deal. So, I think Seattle's going to be pretty good. You know, when you got a goalie who played as well as he did with with uh, Colorado, and Colorado was a contender. That's that's a good sign. That's what you you build from the goalie out, really. Right. Uh, So apparently, Tampa Bay is heading into salary cap hell. Robert, yes, they're uh, they're dumping players left and right. Um, You've got uh, Tyler Johnson that went to Chicago. Uh, You've got um, uh, I forget where Coleman wound up. But uh, Barca Goodrow wound up in New York with the Rangers. Right. And, uh, yeah, Tampa is going to be good, but uh, they're not going to be as good as they have been because they're losing a lot of key players. Okay, Evander uh, Kane is oh denying God. allegations of uh, mm-hmm. game throwing and fixing. And of course, it's his ex-wife uh, bringing yeah, this up. It's, so yeah, you got to take her and take her with a grain of salt. They're separated right now. They're yeah, well, separated, uh, but, you know, uh, they probably uh, think uh, they're not going well. So I'll bet it'll be more than, se- that, it'll it'll be you, more than separated now. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, well if you, uh, it could be if you stop saying that, I'll give you more money uh, yeah, because you know, or whatever. Yeah. So. Well, according to the NHL, and uh, they they've already talked to all the Las Vegas casinos, and they've got all kinds of evidence on him on how much he's getting. Because remember, this is the player we talked about a few months ago that filed for bankruptcy. Uh, 
because of his gambling debts and okay. several, And uh, uh, yeah, I don't think he actually threw any games, but I think he's going to be in serious hot water just because of gambling. A lot harder to throw a hockey game than any other sport, I would think. Yeah. It, um, I, I think he's going to be in hot water because of gambling issues. And the NHL's even said they're even considering voiding the contract so the Sharks can go out and sign a player to replace him. So well, I, 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 I think he's in very deep hot water here. Okay. So that's really uh, – then what Robert – the reason that Robert brought that up is it was really hard to get a lot of information. Uh, you know, different players were signing different places. And, again, it was, it was in the middle of the trading rumors and then, you know, the NBA draft. So it was very hard to find out what was going on. I, I so. feel bad for anybody that listens for hockey because I normally do a better job than this. <laughs> well, you know, the NHL network, I guess, was the place to go. And But, again, yeah. you, you have to do the other sports. Rick, did you have any NHL stuff? Well, there was a couple of Bruins, and, and but I don't remember his name. The goaltender from Buffalo. Um, yeah, um, what's his o- name? Omar? Olak, Omar, Omar. Like yeah, yeah. The Bruins signed him for $5 million a year for four years, which is yeah, interesting with, with the uh, – and he's going to be the starter, Rick, because I, I guess uh, Tuka Rask is having some kind of surgery. Well, no, wait a minute. I think Swayman's going to still be the starter. Well, no, I don't know. If you're paying this guy $5 million a year, I think he's going to be the starter. Yeah. That's, but I think, that's, I think that makes the that, that spells the end of Tuka Rask. You know, the Bruins aren't yeah. saying that. Right. But, but, I mean, he's going to and, – and the thing about his surgery was he needed that – you know, the season ended, and he went back to Europe for like a month and came back and didn't have the surgery until then. Right. Yeah. So, so I think they've pretty much had it with him. They, they, well, right. the other thing – Goes back to then. I forget what year it was. I think I want to say it was sixteen that uh, they were ha- they needed to beat Detroit to get into the playoffs, and they, and then we ended up with uh, whoever yeah. the backup was that day playing. We were out at a meeting, and we put on the radio, and we were shocked that the backup was playing, and they were losing five to nothing or something because yeah. Tuca had the flu when they and they needed him last year for the you know for the, the run in, in the bubble, and he wasn't there for that. No. So it comes to a point two or three times he's disappointed yeah. them. So I think they've kind of kind of had yeah. it. And By the way, Chris, seven, I don't. I think the story came up, but it wasn't people. Blame Game Seven on him in 2019. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't think he was yeah. that. Bad. Well, two goals and four shots in the first period. But, yeah, well, but there, there is. That. I mean, uh, the true story come out about that last game with Detroit was he didn't have the flu. He actually had the runs. Oh, oh, so a little yeah. uh, the yips as they would call it, yeah. golf, maybe or something. So they're going to have Swain, you know, and and they uh, Wada was was traded for a third round pick. I forget okay. where he went, but yeah. I guess they pretty much had to do that because um. But, um Swayman had you had to keep Swayman on a, no Swayman could go back he's got options left right? yeah. Bladar couldn't okay. so if you're going to keep Swayman you would have had to send Bladar back and he would have got grabbed by somebody anyway so when we right. get are we getting done with the uh, maybe we're going to have a goalie controversy after we finish our quarterback controversy uh, yeah, well, yes you probably yeah, will I mean I don't really understand because I thought they thought Swayman was their yeah. future but you know, well yeah. uh, and the problem is if you followed any Buffalo games at all Buffalo never had a really consistent goaltender so I I wonder how good this Olmark really is. Well, why would why would you give him twenty million dollars? Well, this uh, guy's this guy's stats. I and mean, when you consider the team he played in front of, the last two years he's had saves percentages of nine fifteen and nine seventeen. He's given up like two point six goals a game. Right. Okay. That's pretty good for him when you're playing for Buffalo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. So okay. And uh, David Krejci went back to the oh, Czech yes, Republic, right? Yeah. He's yeah. not going to play for the Bruins this year. No, he's so, not. Yeah. So anyway, and and really to get him back, that's not possible. They, they'd have to get him no, off the waivers. Waivers, and right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. that won't happen. Okay, so I think that's it for the NHL. 
for the Olympics, I think we just have a couple of things that I had written down. Anybody else can throw in. Uh, Novak Djokovic did not win the Golden Slam because he lost in the tennis, so he, he was out on that. Yeah. Simone Biles uh, was going to do her, uh, uh, what'd she get, the bronze medal today? Yeah, the, I guess. Bronze, the bronze, bronze medal today. today. Yeah. So, Balance beam. And, so, and you talk about the yips. I mean, they yeah. said her stuff was because the twisties. They said right. her, some of the golfers with the yips. That's yep. what was going on with her, but she, she's done. Gymnastics is pretty much done anyway. Yeah. Yeah. A women's soccer team lost one to nothing to Canada, so now they can go for the bronze against. I thought they'd be probably playing Australia. That's yeah, the last I, I heard. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. The, is the basketball team? They're coming along now. I think they're, they're, they're going to be, play, they're they're gonna be the playing for the gold. Yeah, they're playing yeah, for they're the gold. Yeah, oh, well, did, they, did they win it? Right? They did. Right. They won their game. They won the semifinals. They won the semifinals. They won the quarterfinals. They played in the semis. Yeah, against Australia. Yeah, okay, against so, Australia in the semis. Yeah. So they got to they got to win that to then play for the gold. So yeah. that's yeah. what's going on with them. Anything else in the Olympics? Well, and then I would say, well, the. Not really a whole lot, but the one thing that's come out on this, apparently NBC is really taking a hit advertising-wise, and they've had to offer up like commercial time on Sunday night football because <laughs> some of the sponsors are not, like I said, it's the lowest-rated Olympics ever for them. And, you know, and then all the billions of dollars Tokyo's losing anyway, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nobody, nobody ever makes money in the Olympics anyway. They all lose money, but they're really losing it this year. And I mean, well, yeah, because then, uh, you couldn't have any fans there. So they're, they're, well, yeah. they, they're even really... when they have fans, the cities, they build up these little makeshift, those little places the villages. that are gone. Oh, yeah, they, the villages. And they say, we're going to get homeless people LA later. It doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah. You know? yeah. LA and certain cities have it because like they have all the stuff, UCLA and USC and all the universities right. around there that will use it. But I think Mitt Romney did okay with the one of the his thing that got him going in politics was he did okay with the Winter Olympics in Salt yeah. Lake City. He yeah, he pulled, pulled that out. Yeah. But, that's but I mean, yeah, that's that's going on. You got uh, we won the gold. We're ahead. I think U.S. has the most medals, but yeah. China has the most gold. Yeah. From what I understand, and we won yeah, it all. Yeah, last so. I heard it was sixty-four U.S., sixty-two China, but I don't know what it is now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and so, uh, yeah, and again, they've got kind of, you know, all these things, too. There were more things for people to watch in sports. Usually it's just baseball, but then you had, you know, the the uh, NHL uh, activities and well, the NBA activities. But, that well, and the watch. time people, difference didn't help either. No, that's well, right. Well, that's some, but see, like that now, they don't have to watch. They can find out instantly on their that's smartphone. Right. That's yeah. the other yeah. thing, too. And that's why the Olympics have not really done well the last couple of times, even in even in Brazil when they're only two out an hour ahead of uh, Eastern time, they did okay, but not great. Yeah. But I mean, this this the lowest. Well, I think NBC's overpaid, and they've they've got invested into the well, next ten years. They overpaid because they don't have any other sports. No, yeah. they don't. So but they don't, uh, they, but my point only. is, they could they they would do do better to reallocate and get rid of some Olympics and pick up a sport. You know that that would help them. Yeah, but, uh, they they would, uh, the NBA or something, but they didn't do it. Okay, Robert, can you give us like two minutes on boxing? Let's see um, yeah, well, it, it's simple. The Canelo Alvarez Kayla Plant is current. The fight is currently off. Um, there's all kinds of shenanigans going on, as there typically is in boxing. Uh, they're still negotiating, uh, but uh, believe me, it's a, it's a complete mess. Uh, look forward to Pacquiao and Spence in a couple of weeks on pay-per-view, and look forward to uh, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury fighting in October. But it looks like the Canelo Platt fight is questionable because of various shenanigans going on. It, yeah, yeah, well, you can explain that another week when we have more time. But but basically, yeah. and it's not quite off yet. So I mean, 
won't necessarily happen September 18th, but no. uh, at least it's postponed. But I mean, when because it's an interesting story about uh, one guy who's a free agent and kind of throwing a monkey wrench into everything. But but you don't blame him for doing. It. He's trying to look out for number one. No, so. and and look, the bo- uh, bo- most promoters in boxing when they sign their fighters, they sign them the long term contract, and you're connected to whatever network they're affiliated with, and they're jealous because Canelo Alvarez went to court and won two different cases and made himself a boxing free agent. He can fight on any network. He can work with any promoter and do whatever he wants. And uh, you've got other people in boxing trying to really mess this up. Because well, what they don't... I'm wondering, and just uh, this maybe could be the last thing, and just answer this, Robert. Okay. Would, it be, would there be a way for the boxers, and then, you know, it's a pretty individualistic sport, would there be a way for the boxers to form a, an organization and get this right for everybody, and then you might have a lot of unification fights and like a lot a of things UFC, that ought to happen? Like a UFC well, I, actually, I believe, Can- I believe since Canelo has been successful in this, I think he's actually trying to... Uh, uh, start something like that, and I think other boxers are going to watch what he does and how successful he right. is, and maybe he'll be the leader that actually starts it. Okay. Well, we do right have, uh, Chris, we have one real quick breaking story, as if the okay. Big 12 needed any more bad publicity. Okay. <laughs> uh, I do not have the player's name, but a former Iowa State football player has been charged with assault after attacking Iowa basketball guard Jordan Bohannon outside a bar in Iowa City back in May. I don't have the guy's name, but we will obviously, like I say, the Big 12 just needs it. Any bad publicity they can get, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Poll question. Uh, Poll question. Since it is our anniversary, especially the last year, some of your favorite sports stories of the last year, and you can even share some show memories the last couple, three years, or even some other things that stand out, you know, but some of your favorite favorite sports stories. So uh, call in 646-876-9923, and then enter code 287-723-4600. Hit the uh, pound key twice, star nine, raise your hand, alt Y on the computer, more key on your smartphone. So let's start with Chris. Okay, well, first of all, I'd like to thank, uh, just popped in my head, but I'd like to thank our loyal callers, and I know I'm going to leave somebody out, you always do, but I certainly want to mention some of the early ones, some of the later ones. You know, Pierre and Jamal, we heard tonight. We've had Jerry a lot of times. Uh, we've had uh, Marty back in the day. We had Gina off and on. Uh, we've had, uh, you know... Dick. We've had Dick. And Walter on here, too, I think, a couple times. We did, times. and Scott. Yeah. Uh, and Bob. And yeah, Bob. Bob. Pam Bob. Francis. Pam Francis, that's right. Yep. So even David USF, of course, yeah. and, uh, and a big thank you to him as part of the, the staff. We'll get to that in a minute. But also, yeah. um, uh, who was the other one I was just about to think of? Uh, and I, it went out of my mind. But, you know, Pam Francis, uh, there was somebody else. Oh, Jeff Bennett called one. How about that? Yes. So uh, it, it, but anyway, well, he doesn't know like anything to, about sports. That's correct. <laughs> and we, we, we'd like to thank David USF for all he does for us with, with all the death information, with all the information about just that. For example, he gave us and then we should, should throw this into one more baseball note that Javi Baez, Chris Bryant, and Anthony Rizzo were the first time that three players from the same team went to other teams uh, and hit home runs in their first game for those mm-hmm. respective new teams. And, yep. and, and, yeah. David and remember back that. in the day, Les, Leslie was helping out. Leslie was helping out. Remember Shelly would help. Shelly was giving us scores. Yep. Shelly was giving us scores. Yep. So thanks to everybody who helped. And, and, of and, course, uh, and in our the five, producer in the 515. And, and, yeah. and Jennifer yeah. in the other Jennifer room. Jennifer in the other room. That's right. And you know, and 
you know, we should uh, we all need to thank Bill for even for allowing us to do this because yes. if it weren't for Bill, we would be here. So Bill, right. thank thank Bill, you, Bill, Bill you you have our gratitude because you allow us to do this. It, it all thanks. started because Bill was putting sports on all things radio, and we were commenting, and yeah, yeah and all went right. from there. And then and, you know, uh, and, you know, we and also Dave, uh, Dave. Um, uh, Rieker helped out a couple of weeks when Wendell right. wasn't available, so yeah. we got to thank him. But anyway, and, we, and, we had, and also we should put Jeff Bennett in there. He did help with the podcast those weeks. That's he did. Correct. He did. And Mike so, did the original intro. And Mike yeah, did the Mike original Bob. intro, and Marty is on the one now. Yeah. So anyway, so those are a lot of the thanks you get. You got to always do that on anniversaries and ends of seasons and things of that sort. Right. But anyway, getting to some some of the show highlights. Obviously, Jamal in about week two or three was was a big highlight. <laughs> week four. He, week four. Yeah. Week four when he threw in the f bomb, and uh, there we correct. go. Uh, uh, but, you know, just some of the person, the COVID was the number one story. Obviously, we didn't know what the COVID when we started in August of 2018, but we sure found out in the last you know year and a half. And, yep. and uh, you know, we've been talking about it nonstop and every week there's been COVID stories. And I think we've, uh, just to blow our own horn, I think we've done a great job in covering it, being fair, uh, right. giving as much information as we could get. And, and, we'll, and we're all vaccinated. So. We're all and vaccinated, who knew, so. and who, knew who, who knew, though, before, sadly, before COVID, you kind of had heard about this guy, but who knew really who Rudy Gobert was? That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's Gobert, Mr. Gobert. And we all, yes. and we managed to do four months of shows with very little sports or no sports. For like that's three right. We did. Yeah. We did a lot of different features and all that. But as far as the personalities in sports, something you got to talk. Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes in football because you yeah. know Tom Brady's won the two Super Bowls and uh, one here, one in in Tampa Bay. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, the other one. We've been yeah. talking about them. You know the the Houston Astros thing. We certainly have had to cover that. And you know the Dodgers and the Red Sox and uh, Washington winning their title. And, uh, you know, so we, we certainly, uh, Tampa Bay and hockey has been the dominant team. The Lakers, every week we get something to talk about the Lakers. Now they're doing the, the veteran. It, all, it almost looks like they're just trying to throw in for one more time for LeBron and then hit the road because it almost seems like the last, the last hurrah is the way they're, they're looking Pretty at much. it. Pretty and, much. Uh, you know, but I don't know if they've done it the right way because, again, how many how many balls, uh, pardon me, Alonzo, but how many balls uh, can you have on this <laughs> team? That's you know? right. So uh, anyway, so I think it's, it, I've, I've had a, we've had a lot of fun doing this. We enjoy it. We're, we're thinking about changes that may make it even bigger and better and more fun for everybody. And, uh, and we'll uh, see Chris, about those. Uh, and we, we, and remember, each show is dedicated to the person that started all this, and that would be uh, John. Cause, John from California, yep. that's right. Because he started the Sports Lounge, and uh, uh, he, we lost him in 2016, and he would be a big part of the show, and he'd be very proud of what's going on. So. Oh. Anyway, but you know what, Chris? John made that Cubs World Series in 2016. <laughs> that's yeah, yes, he did. Yes, he did. What were you going to say, Sean? I said, yeah, you did mention so You mentioned the Brady-Mahomes battle from yeah. the last year. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, oh, yeah. now we have, we've uh, picked up a rookie. Uh, he was the rookie of the year for us this past year because <laughs> he was the only one we had. So that's all we could do. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Rick, what, is your, what are your thoughts on this anniversary? Well, first of all, I want to congratulate you guys because I am a newcomer, so you guys have been here the whole time. Um as far as the big sports, I mean, like Chris, it's everything COVID. You know? yeah. um, and the, the other, a couple of stories I can think of within the last three years, not the last year, but um, that were fortunately on the bad side. The big one, I think, was uh, the Kobe Bryant death. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then we to a lesser extent. Uh, and, boy, and boy, we had, yeah. to, we had to cover that. It not li- We weren't live when it happened, but we were still breaking news on that when we came yeah. out. Yeah, we, we were, we, remember, we were, still on, the other one. we were still yeah. on Sundays when Kobe Bryant had. Yeah. And, and the Tiger yeah. Woods accident. We were covering that mm-hmm. live, too. That's, yeah. I was just gonna, yeah. the, that's the other one I was going to mention to a lesser extent, Tiger, Tiger Woods. Yeah. 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 And that's so, about all I can think of. Okay. Harry? 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 
Well, it's, I think we've hit on a lot of them, but I mean, the Kobe thing, because obviously, you know, we covered that, you know, you try to do the best you can to be, to be fair and, 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 um, all that. And, um, Bill and I are always during the show looking for breaking news or, or something you know, that might add to it. And, uh, it, you know, we, we really try hard and ever, everybody does, you know, to, to chase after the loose balls and what, what, what can you find that makes us better and uh, big sports are it's COVID. I mean, the last year it's been everywhere. It's been in college sports and high school sports and pro sports. Um, hopefully we get to the, to a point at some point to where it's not, I think we would all be happy if we could say goodbye to COVID, but probably yeah. not going to happen for quite a while. Oh, okay. Bill, Bill. Well, I, you know, I think some of my memories, some of, or maybe not some of our highlights, but some of the technical issues we've had over the years. <laughs> I remember uh, that one. I remember the one time, Bill, where we we didn't have a podcast. Remember that? Oh yeah, and I remember one time when I was hitting the wrong buttons and doing the wrong encoder when I when I came back from Florida yeah. and my first trip back in Indiana. That happened recently, yeah. but by and large, it's been real, real good. I've, We've we've been real lucky, knock on wood, that we haven't any yep. real disaster strike during the the middle of the show. I think we had one show where we were not on the air, but we did the podcast. Yeah, we ended up as a podcast. No, we had a couple where we started the show, we finished the podcast because Steve Nomer was doing the Sunday and night deal after yeah. uh, Treasure Island Oldies. Right. That's right. We did that too. Right, and, before, uh, right before right, he died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, don't, thinking back about that, I know it used to be a little inconvenient at the time, but wasn't it probably the best thing that we let? It was. It, it was. Yeah. He was very show. popular, and you know, people were looking forward to that show. And it was this is back in the height of COVID, and people were home, and people were looking for other new activities. And Steve stepped up and wanted to do that for people. Some of his and, last shows on the you know, and that some of his last shows. As a matter of fact, his, his anniversary of his last show is today. It was August third, Monday night, August third, that he did his last show. So that's yep. today. No, so yep. that, that's one thing I'm proud of. I've got things yep. that we're that we're looking forward to in the next year. Some technical changes. Uh, so, hey, yeah, we could. On? We don't know, but we may have an announcement uh, coming up. But we'll see in, in a week or two whether we do or not. But something, something, uh, something kind of cool may happen to the show. Yeah, okay. we're, we're we're working on. Uh, we're always working on new stuff. We're always working on evolving. Cause, yeah, yeah Barry, right. be careful. We got something going on. Yeah. Uh, oh my! We, yeah. Who is that? Who is that masked man? What am I doing over there? Oh, what are we doing here? Okay, I'm looking. We're looking. Are we still on the air here? Yeah, yeah we're on the air. Okay, we're on the air. There's just we've had a couple okay. of unidentified well, well, callers. So, so we got Robert okay. Yeah, go ahead with um, Robert. Are you done? Or? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, are you done, Bill? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, well, with me, uh, I came in uh, later on a after about 50 shows, and I've, I've enjoyed my time being here. I mean, uh, I've known all the, I've known everybody on this panel uh, for many, many years, and uh, we're we're all great friends. And it's wonderful to to do a, a show like this with people you actually know and you've spent time with uh, over over the years. And I think we've done a wonderful job. Uh, um, I try to. I try to bring interesting stories because I, I cover boxing all the time. So 
Uh, I try to whenever something like like uh, whenever something big happens in boxing, I try to bring it bring it to the table, and because I have a lot of sources in that in that particular sport, so uh, I you know whenever whenever a major story breaks, I try to uh, bring it to the table. And as I said a few weeks ago, I've been a part of uh, several interviews and several conferences with with people, so. I enjoy being able to do that uh, for people that don't have access to stuff like like this. So I'm I'm happy to do that, and I I you know I've just enjoyed doing the show uh, um, overall. Uh, Sean, I believe you're next. We'll get to Sean well, and uh, Jerry. You're going to be next, and if anybody else wants to raise their hand other than Jerry, feel free to do so. But Sean, go ahead. All right. Well, I'm thinking, of course, personally, like I said, I I think back to when we just started, it's like, oh, what are we doing? And then I remember July, the first Sunday in July, 2019, and free agency. It was yes. July. I was July 1st. It was. Because free agency in the NBA and all these sightings and stories and everything's just breaking. And, I mean, LeBron's going to the Lakers, but he waited. And then this guy's going here, and it's like we're grabbing him. As they win, I think about that one. Mm-hmm. Of course, like the, we all think about Jamal's F bomb on week four, so <laughs> we gotta laugh at that one. But you know, I think of stories in the last year. Like you said, you look at some of the stories that came out of the COVID last year. About this time, you had the NHL bubble going in Canada. You had the NBA bubble. You had Major League Baseball doing their uh, the divisional matchups and. Then how they all managed to finish their seasons and get championships, and then the NFL managed to do a full season. The chaos in college football, which that's you know, you think of that story, you know, you think of that yeah. last. I think year, of all the sports, the big, college football messed it up the most because they just yeah, didn't the, know well, what they were doing. Well, well, certain conferences, especially the Big yep. Ten and Pac-12, right? Those oh, yeah, especially. Oh, well, we're going to play. The Big Ten was the first one to say they were going to play, and then they were the first one to say where they were, and then they were. The, yep. Then they decided, oh, we got to play back in the spring. Yeah, yep. play spring. And then yep. you know, and you think of the NCAA March Madness bubble, which went off well. Yeah, it did. But then I think of like some other stories in, you know, some non-COVID courses, Big 12, SEC, college realignment going on recently. Uh, this season pulled off into the NBA. You had everything still going on at the same time. Uh, and this year, the past, this year, 2021 so far has been the year of the older uh, athlete because, you know, Tom Brady going in, winning the Super Bowl, Phil Mickelson getting the Masters at 50, uh, the fact that uh, Roger Federer even made it to the quarters in a Grand Slam, the oldest to do that. Uh, you had, you know, Novak Djokovic is a little older, winning, you know, he's yep. 35. Uh, you had, I mean, it's kind of, and, you know, the last year you think of, hey, as they call it, Champa Bay, because they had an ALCS, two Stanley Cups, and, and a Super Bowl, you know, and, and a Super Bowl. Yep. So you got t- the story of the city of t- and, right. and Milwaukee. Something because last year at this time, all the Milwaukee stuff was going on. We had the NBA; they they were going to leave, but then yep. all the stuff in Milwaukee and the way not just the Bucks winning the Super Bowl, but the uh, you know our Super Bowl, the NBA championship, or I can't say the NBA championship, but the sixty-five thousand people rallying together, and there were no incidences. Right. And it was just well, you know, and and watch out for you. You're talking about an older guy; he's not as old as Tom Brady, but watch out for Rogers this year coming into Green. You know, there may be a vibe in Milwaukee right. right now too. Well, yeah. Jer- Jerry, go ahead and unmute yourself, and we'll be able to hear you if you want to unmute. Oh, he wants to. He would definitely. And then we to. have we have another <laughs> caller who I don't have a name on them. So when Jerry gets done, then you can unmute and we'll hear you after Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry. 
Okay, there are many highlights for me. Uh, it, it's it's been a great show. I get to thinking about events that happened, like uh, the marathon game when the uh, Dodgers and Red Sox played that Friday. Oh night. yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that. Eighteen up, innings. They got over at like two days. in the morning or something. About something three like in that. the morning, man. I stayed up and uh, oh man, I was so bleary eyed the next day, but it was worth it. <laughs> yep. And, and I like the way you guys patiently explain things that we maybe don't understand in the world of sports and. Uh, I'm, you know, I was thinking about that, and of course, yeah, the way you uh, your coverage of the COVID last year was uh, uh, second to none, I thought, and uh, I, I've enjoyed calling up and uh, giving my horse racing reports. Uh, yeah, that's right. And, oh. uh, and, uh, that's a sport that, well, it, it gets overlooked because it's, it's not that accessible. Uh, they got a horse racing channel on cable, but I can't afford it, so I don't get yeah. to watch Well, you know, as far as for blind people, however, you can listen to a race and get a lot out of it. I mean, I've done it over the years. Yeah. And really, and to listen to a horse race, why do you think they have play-by-play around the track? Because everybody can't see anything. Everything, yeah, you know? with Sirius XM, they cover the Triple Crown, you know. so They still have down the stretch on yep. Saturdays. I discovered right. that a couple of weeks ago. There you go. Yep. Good. Okay, well, yeah, thanks for your contributions, Jerry, because uh, you know, you're yeah. throwing a lot of uh, interesting information and, uh, and questions. Yeah. Okay, and we have a new caller. New caller? So, come on we in. We do, and I'm not sure who it is, so. Wow. The dog. Did they bring their dog? They must be bringing their dog. <laughs> Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Who is there? Maybe what the area dog, code is it? Did the dog uh, dial the phone? <laughs> Maybe he did. Maybe he uh, who, did. What area code is it? I, there is no area code. It, it says call in user 2. Hello. Hello. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess they're not there. I guess so. Chris, go ahead. But I've All got right. Well, we have only. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. I've got a a bulletin. Okay. And this won't take but a second, but it affects you, Chris. Okay. Um, you know, I've been bragging about uh the Indianapolis sports market for their two stations being so popular in the ratings yeah. and doing so well. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they must have liked that in Boston because they just hired Jeff Rickard away and made him the content manager there at WEEI. Of course, he's had a lot of experience with, you know, Sirius XM. And, and Chris and, Russo, of course, calls him Jeff Ricard. Yeah. Well, right. and so, was, I, I, and that isn't even because of Jaws. He doesn't use Jaws. So no, that's why. correct. Right. So, but anyway, right. it, it just happened. And so Indianapolis's loss is now the BEI. Now, now Bill, are they going to hire Dan Dockets to be the program director I now? I don't think so. Uh, yeah. When Chris flies. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Uh, well, go. what's happening, of course, we have a thing coming up now, and I don't know if he's going to be involved in this decision, and he may be. But, of course, they're going to need a replacement for uh, Glenn Ordway to work with Christian Fourier and Lou Merloni, so uh, that may be something that he gets involved with right off the bat. So yeah, and uh, figure that it, out. It would be. Re- uh, I hope for your guys' sake in Boston that uh, Jeff Rickard works behind the scenes because I, I I've never never been impressed with him with Sirius I'm on any talk show. So okay, no, it sounds like he's going. Well, he's be not behind. on the air on the fan. He's not on the air. Right, but there's some talented well, young guys coming air, up on EEI that I kind of like. You know, there's, there's yeah. a guy, this Brian Barrett. If you listen to some of the Red Sox pregames, you'll hear these guys. And there's Steve, somebody I don't remember his name, but he's pretty good. So there's some talented young guys coming up. Just I hope they don't hire him, but you know, but yeah. oh, let's always, hope, let's he hope not. Know. He doesn't know what's going on. Anyway, all right. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Oh, oh, David USF. Okay, go ahead. Oh, is this, uh, you know, he's Avis, number two. Okay, all right. I must have had my caller ID off, so that's what happened. Oh, okay. Okay. 
What you got, okay. David? I have the uh, Los Angeles Lakers report. Um, I haven't heard the whole show, so I don't know if how many of these are reported on. But uh, uh-huh. the Lakers and general manager Rob Palinka have been a very busy man the past uh, couple of days. So uh, let's see. You're starting off with Russell Westbrook. Well, you know that. That's, that's yeah, we got that. Yeah. Yep. Let's see. Uh, Trevor Ariza yeah. is uh, signed a one-year deal. He's back with the Lakers. The well-traveled Trevor Ariza. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he played. He played the Lakers from 2007 to 2009 and won the NBA title with the Lakers in, in mm-hmm. 09. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dwight, How- Dwight Howard is back for his third yeah. stint with the Lakers. <laughs> He's uh, He played for the Philadelphia 76ers last season. Uh, next, Wayne Ellington, the well-traveled Wayne Ellington, uh, yep. who played for the Lakers in 2014-2015, is back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Kent, Kent Bazemore signed a one-year deal. He played for the Lakers for 23 games in 2014. Uh, then Kendrick Nunn signed a two-year deal. He last yeah, that's played. That's what we didn't have. No. Nope. Yeah, that we didn't have. Right, Kendrick Nunn signed a two-year deal. He played for uh, uh, the Heat last okay. time last okay. season. Um, and of course, Carmelo Anthony. Have you heard about yeah. that? Yeah, we did. Yeah. And um, last one, uh, Malik Monk. How did a team how could a team I didn't count them, it's not like you've got eight new players on a team like in one day. How how can a team actually do their two or three days? Because they got rid of a bunch of them with the Westbrook They traded two or three with the Westbrook trade, but then after that, I don't know. A lot a lot of them left with free agency and I guess and yeah, Andre Drummond is on the verge of leaving. So Yes, he's going to Philadelphia, I heard. Yeah. Right, right. So so David, David is a fan of yeah. the Lakers, and and this is I said earlier, it's like the over the hill gang with the Redskins back in the day. Do, do you think this reminds me of like a a all in one year thing, and then the Lakers will be in the lottery after this? Is that what it sounds like to you? I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. But uh, if if a title comes to the Lakers, then it'll be worth it. Yeah. Right. I don't know. And, <laughs> and then the other issue is they're saying that Westbrook and LeBron are too similar as your two big stars, and that they both you know no, nobody's an outside shooter. They don't complement each other very well. That's what Chris Mannix yeah. was saying today. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, I think it's BS. I think they'll find a way to work together, and you know they'll, they'll work together. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I, that's what I think. Okay. Right. Cool. There you All go. right. Thank thank you, David. And again, I already did this, but want to definitely uh, while you're here, thank you again for all you. Do for the show, and uh, you know, I'm going to read the three of three of uh, your favorite deaths. I'm sure coming up right now. <laughs> All right, no problem. Have a good rest of the show. All All right. Right. Take it easy. Okay, I mean, who who wouldn't want to start reading deaths with Dan McKenzie, 76 <laughs> years old from uh, New York University? Uh, he was there from 63 through 66. Now I used to listen to NYU games on Armed Forces Radio. They used to rebroadcast them the next day about two in the afternoon Eastern time for the people over in Europe or something. And I remember him and this guy Barry Kramer, who were uh, sounded wonderful, like wonderful players in college basketball. And they did nothing much in the NBA. He was an 11th round pick for the Bullets in uh, in uh, 66, 67. He played for them. 67, 68 for uh, Phoenix. So that was, uh, you know, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Phoenix was uh, 68 through 70. So he was an original Phoenix Sun. Then he was also an original Portland Trailblazer from 70 through 72. Houston Rockets, 72, 73. He played 396 games, 3,579 points, uh, 1,117 rebounds, and 611 assists. And uh, he, he joined the uh, NYU Hall of Fame in '84, he was a uh, he died after a brief illness, and he worked in human resources after he retired. We have Jack Carlisle, 91 years old, high school coach. 
a high school football coach in Mississippi from 52 through 74, head of the JVs for uh, Old Miss from 75 through 77, head of East Tennessee State from 78 to 82, high school back again, uh, Mississippi, 83 through 98, head of each Tennessee State. Uh, his record was 21 and 34. His high school coaching record was uh, 262, 70, and 17. He had just won a leg because of an accident on his motorcycle hit by an, eight, uh, an 18 wheeler. So he uh, did all that with one leg. Pretty cool. And uh, that was back when he was younger, of course. Uh, he had that. So lived a long life and productive. And the last guy we have, only three deaths. Let's keep up, let's keep up the good work, work, you people. Stay alive. It makes our show shorter and it's already <laughs> running over. Pete George, 92 years old, Olympic weight lifter. He was born in Akron of a Bulgarian parent. He was, won the gold uh, medal in uh, middleweight uh, late weightlifting in 1952 in the Summer Olympics in Helsinki and the silver in 48 in London and the silver in 56 in Melbourne. He had uh, won gold in the 51 and 55 Pan Am game and he was the world champion in 47, 51, 53, 54 and 55 and uh, second in 49 and 50 and he uh, then became an orthodontist you know, he had all the strength to pull those teeth into the right spot because you know he knew what to do and then he, he taught in um, in hawaii and worked on and sleep apnea research as well at the university of hawaii so that was pretty cool so the deaths are done there you go sean uh, no houston once again no, no houston, houston. this is like two weeks in a row no houston no former houston 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 houston. yeah we took a week off and two weeks in a row no houston Oilers. so right. all right well any of you, if you sat through this, or if you could <laughs> make it through all of it, hey, it's up to this great, uh, high, highly acclaimed anniversary edition of Sports Times Live. Don't re- don't forget, you can download it by going to legendoldies.com. You can type in Sports Lounge Live in your podcatcher, or tell your smart device to play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcasts, or go to 773-572-3006, option number nine, and thank all of you, everybody who's here once again. Uh, we're, we're now, we're in season four, so we'll be back next week, and who knows what we will have next week, because a bunch of baseball, some NFL, uh, maybe actually some real college football news is there all the schools are starting to you know have uh, preseason workouts now and who knows what else so stay tuned next week all right okay.